democracy Yeah, I got more records in the KGB So, uh, no funny business Are you already
Bucky. <laughs> Bucky. Florida has Disney World. We have Bucky. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Seven seven five three five seven F A N S or seven seven five three seven six Easy Easy. The trainable retarded with IQs from twenty five to fifty usually are not capable of learning much in the way of academic material. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage. Where it comes from. What it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. Uh, really, really, really. You can't train him. That guy won an Academy Award. Gary Busey on some weird show. They wanted to ask him about his Cable Ace Award, and he said... Talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. They they didn't have any buttered sausage in his face. Uh, good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Um, <laughs> I knew that would be the response. Ask family before I say good morning to yous. That's right, I, a little East Coast there, yous. Usually I'd say y'all. I got a bone to pick with you motherfuckers. Yep, mm-hmm. Aren't I a good host of the show? I don't ask for much. I, I, I really don't ask for anything. I, I'd like for you to subscribe to my website. I think that'd be great. I love it when you guys comment and, and, and take part in the show. So, yes, I guess I'm asking you to comment on the show. I guess I did something wrong. I don't know what it is. <sighs> because I had to find this by accident this morning. And it's been on for a year. A year! And not one person told me about this. Sorry, I had to put you in the back end. How come no one has told me about this dating show? Now, I remember the dating show they had on Netflix that involved the people that were on the spectrum. You know, they had the autistic and the honkers and, you know, the, 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 the people that line up like salt shakers. They had them people on the show. But now they got a show? Come on. They got a show that's... He has all three major kinds of retardation. I'm, I mean... Everybody knows you never go full retard. This show did. You went full retard, man. Yeah, yeah, this show did. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert. Do you know what the name of the show is? This is the comic gold of it all. This is why Netflix... Netflix, I love you. The show is called Down for Love. Down for Love. Uh, I, I mean... He's retarded! It's like a dating show for... And look, look, I want those people, and yes, I said it, those people. You know I'm a champion of their cause. You know I think that's fantastic. But when the comic gold of the title is called Down for Love and nobody told me about that, I just sent this text message to Tommy. All I did was I sent him the, the, the thing. 
And here you go. Oh, God Almighty. Oh, dear Lord. Let's catch you, Jeff. Ooh, look at that. Raising that. I found an extra one. Um, there you go. I sent it to Tommy, and he just typed back, fucking awesome. I think this is a great idea. This would be great TV. But come on, the name, Down for Love. Man, y'all are just asking me for fucking, yeah, y'all are, y'all are, Netflix, do you, do you know what you're doing? This is like that that dude, the video we put up the other day that was that was scratching the tiger, lying by the mouth, and the 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 the, the lion. Uh, yeah, it was a lion. Yeah, the the lion's like, yeah, okay, I, I've had enough of this. <laughs> and, he, and he ripped the dude's finger off. Yeah, that's me. Nobody tell me about this show. Come on now. That's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my God. All right, all right. Let's start the show, shall we? First one here today. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't have one for you before, but Mr. J, we got one for you. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, I got it, I got it. Mr. J is in the house. He says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about with Murph today. I tell you that. Shitter was full. Hey, Matt Hatter, he says, good morning, ass. Well, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing well today. Freedom Freedom Girls is good morning, ass family. Well, good morning. Hey, hey, two days in a row. That is fantastic. Getting ready for the new school year at the, uh, the well, 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 in the state where men are men and sheep are scared. Oh, I love trash. Panda says, good morning, ass family. No rant this morning. Remember to do that thing. Indeed, three feet apart. Come on now. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Excited for Joe Murphy Day. Yeah, I am too, man. We got a lot scheduled with Joe today. The stars at night. Hey, yo. Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's this one first. Hey, yo. There it is. Uh, Gold says, happy sloppy Joe Thursday, Chicos and Chicas of the ass family. Well, happy Thursday to you, my friend. Rev. All right, Rev, there you go on your morning rant. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're well. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and Morning, ass family. Couldn't be happier to be here from start to finish. And I love that Christina song, the Candyman song. That's a great Christina Aguilera song. That is really, really a good song. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. It is. Oh, my God. Jazzman says, morning, ass family. Another Friday Eve in Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy Day. What kind of shit are we going to hear today? Whatever it is, I guarantee it will be epic. 
Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I, I can promise you that. Oh, my lucky stars. There she is. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. I'm See? so not a raper. Well, no, no, nobody said that you were. I texted her this morning because I thought she was at work. No, she's got today off. I, 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 and if I woke you up, I'm so sorry that I woke you up because we got a movie to go see tomorrow. Go and see that new Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx voice movie, Strays, tomorrow. I was like, oh. And after she said, I was like, oh, fuck, she's off. So, so I, sorry if I, if I woke you. I apologize. I am an asshole. Free at last. Free at last. <laughs> Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Ah, oh, Sanchez family says, yo. T-shirt time? Oh, it is. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 10. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody you know up. so they put their t-shirts on. Look, look, Rhino, good morning to you, my friend, from 425printing.com. He says, good morning, assholes. Today is me and my wife, uh, beautiful wife's 10th anniversary. After 22 years together, she's still here. True fucking saint that deserves a medal. Have a wonderful day, y'all. Arnie, we are also three days away from the... No, Equalizer comes out September 1st, I thought. If we're only three days away from the... The Equalizer comes out on a Monday? That's weird. Uh, anyway, Rhino. Uh, I talked to Rhino yesterday. We were texting back and forth. Oh, we got some t-shirts getting made. Oh, daddy. Ho, 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 daddy. Now, I'm also going to I'm not going to mess with him today because it's his anniversary. Um, I'm sure he's going to be working because that's what he does. He and his beautiful wife. That's what they do. They work. They bust their ass. They're fine Americans that bust their ass and help their community. Help some kid mowing lawns. Put out some shirts for him. A lawn mowing source, so, uh, kid that has shirts. That's pretty fucking genius right there. I'm thinking about reissuing some old T-shirts, like the shirt of me wearing a shirt of me wearing a shirt of me. And there could be some AIG stuff coming out. I, 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 I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But, uh, but if you're in the need for a T-shirt and you need a custom T-shirt, go see them, 425printing.com. He's fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, just a great <laughs> guy and really... Uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm -hmm. Truly. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Uh, you're out, says, I'm still in bed. I have to be at work at 8. I'm smelling a work-from-home day. There you go. Sorry my Rangers couldn't win last night. Fucking lost to the Angels 2 to nothing. It's like we uh, the Rangers win the first two games in the series, and they score a bazillion runs. And then the third game, they just kind of go, well, we're just going to shit here. Fucking Houston's winning, too. We're 16-3 and three from the All-Star break, and we only got a two-and-a-half game lead. God damn it. Man. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Scott. Good morning, Arnie and ass family. Freedom Gross's happy anniversary, Rhino. Received my order yesterday. Thank you so much. That's awesome. College Station, there you are. The stars at night are big and Good morning, Arnie, and thank you for this ass. You are welcome. Congrats, Rhino and uh, Jamie. Love you guys. Yay. Thank you so much, Freedom. Safety guy. Oh, wait. Hold on a second here. We got to do this the right way. 
At least I'll get to listen to the show in full today instead of you and our students who have to get attention span of gnats. No shit. I mean, seriously. Stink fist! Says, good morning, ass. Well, the day my wife has feared for years is upon us. Our son's first high school football game. Starting at wide receiver, wearing my old number 16. Attaboy. Attaboy. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. That is awesome. Have a first, a great first game. Uh, special Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. <laughs> uh, he says, yay, boosies. Triple T says, good morning, family of ass. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. They do. They, they really, really do. Um, Warbird, oh, my You're God. You're talking to the Rolex. Wearing, woo! Diamond ring, wearing, woo! Kiss stealing, woo! Wheeling, dealing, woo! Limousine riding, woo! Jet flying, woo! Son of a gun, woo! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down, woo! Woo! Good morning. Mom of the Warbird is here, too. Oh, God. Well, I have to tell the story then. So, uh, the mom of the Warbird, phenomenal human being. She was a teacher, great teacher. I think she taught sixth grade. And I remember one time she asked because, you know, I, I, I was kind of a, a person of notoriety in Reno, Sparks, and asked me to come and read to her class. Now, I probably did a really terrible job on the read. I was a little nervous. I have a young audience in front of me, and usually when there's no FCC, I throw out some bad words, but I had to keep, keep my, my bad words to myself that day. And I remember we had a little Q&A after the classroom. <laughs> and some kid asked me what my favorite song was. Now, I remember I drove up from uh, Sacramento to do this reading, mainly because I don't have anything else to do in life. I mean, I was more than happy to do it. It was awesome. This kid asked me what my favorite song was. Well, the whole drive up, I was listening to Motley Crue, and I think the last song <laughs> that played was what I said. I said, Shout at the devil. <laughs> now, <laughs> I got a phone call or a text message from the Warbird a few hours later. said, really? Shout at the devil? And I just started, because I, I was caught off guard. Fast forward, though, like 15 years. Not even that long. I don't know. 10 years, whatever. I was getting my first iPhone. I was at the Verizon store in Reno. Me and my dad were there. And the young man helping me goes, uh, I, I'm sure you don't remember me. I'm like, okay. He goes, you spoke to Miss So-and-So's class, and I was in there. And I said, oh, yeah. He goes, Shout at the Devil was your favorite song, and I just started laughing. So, oh, Warbird, good to see you here, my friend. I hope that you're well. They say they call me Scab. I hate Hawaiian Rack. That's not my name. That's not my name. Oh, I could do so many songs for him. Slum Roy! Oh, my little Roy toy. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? Slum Roy says, good morning, ass family. Happy fucking Friday Eve. Looking forward to the legendary Lake Tahoe Joe. Was it called I'm Down or You? 
down to fuck. I am now learning about this. I feel like we did talk about this. No, we talked about Love on the Spectrum. That was the other show. See, Love on the Spectrum, that one, eh, that, that title is, is fine. Down for love, and you're talking about Down syndrome people? Come on. You are asking me to go off on that. Do they have sex? I think they do. I, th- I don't think they show it. I mean, if they show I'm not why. No, I'm not why. I've never watched that sort of porn either. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! I have looked it up, but I have never watched that porn. Your wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast so good. <laughs> good morning, ass family. Happy hard R day. I meant to say this yesterday. We're going to change the way we say things on the show. <laughs> if we have a story and I have to say the N-word, I'm not going to say N-word anymore. We're calling that the Joe Murphy word. So introduce that to your lexicon. Instead of saying, oh, that N-word, just say, oh, that Joe Murphy word. This is down with the ickness. They could do a fat people show, call it Dawn for Love. <laughs> Maybe the theme song could be the Jungle, jungle Book, and when they say, get down, get down. Is this dating show for the couple on The Other Sister? Well, I went and saw that movie, and there's a certain person who I have mentioned this morning on this show who went and saw that movie with me, and we both went to the movie The Other Sister with Juliette Lewis, Lewis, uh, Juliette Lewis and uh, Gia, Giovanni Ribisi as they played, you know, special needs kids. We thought it was a comedy. Boy, did we get some looks. Didn't we, Warburg? I mean, whoever I went with. Uh, Lisa says, uh, in these days of wanting to be identified by everything, I think they're good with it, but the name is great. Never heard of it. Wow. Fred is in the house. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. There you go. Fred, good morning to you, my friend. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Yeah. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. 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 Coop says this week's almost over and it has been a week. Can retirement just get here? No shit. Like a pink nightmare. Ralphie, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well. I'd love to hear a fat Christina sing that song. Sorry, all this sinus infection and food poisoning. Oh, that's no good. It's also Jersey, and they got Sammy back, and it has been phenomenal. Look, I am a Jersey Shore connoisseur. I am an aficionado of Jersey Shore, and I got to say, with Sammy back, oh, it's great. It's I, Oh, please, please let Ronnie come back, too. Nope, she's on her way to get her nails did. I'm working, though. I'll get at least one design ready for you today, buddy. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I gave him a bunch. Like, like, I got to say, that, look, look, and it's not because <clears throat> it's because I'm a T-shirt aficionado as well as a Jersey Shore aficionado. Um, he posted <clears throat> on social media, and you can go to his website now and check it out. Ask Family, uh, that's the code for 20% off. They have a great shirt up there, and it's for Vietnam veterans because of the way this country treated Vietnam veterans was a crime. Spitting on them when they came back, when these young men were told to do a job for their country that a lot of them necessarily didn't agree with or want to do, 
they did it, though, and they should be treated like the heroes that they are. If I ever see a gentleman out in public wearing a Vietnam veteran's hat, I will. I uh, Look, I will cross aisles to go say thank you for your service because of what we did to him. Well, he's produced some shirts, and it, they're, they're fantastic, and I think all Vietnam veterans should wear them. But the middle finger design is the best middle finger I've ever seen on a T-shirt, and I'm going to need one of those. Uh, let's see, everybody's saying a happy anniversary T-shirt guy. Uh, thank you, Warbird Mom, for being here. Mage is up in the house. Man, oh, man, boy, we got a, we got a packed house today. We got, we got a lot of the parishioners that are in. Is this Easter? Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? Good morning, Ash. How's it going? Uh, Domo arigato! Around here, we speak American, okay, bud? Uh, good morning, Ass, an AIG t-shirt story. I wore my AIG shirt to church, and the pastor was like, what does AIG mean? And I told him it's a AAA baseball team from Texas wearing your shirt in church and lying to a pastor. I'm sorry, Jesus. Oh, that's great. By the way, we are talking about a resurgence of that. So that's all I'm saying. Colin says, morning, everyone. Late start today. Uh, Mom is laughing. Good, good. I'm glad. Uh, talk about bumping uglies. Good morning, ass family. Sorry I'm tardy, but I'm here now. Oh, Cowboys girl, sorry about that. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, hey, Eric, are you here? Arnie, my buddy, signed up yesterday. He's listening, but he's an old dumbass and probably doesn't know how the chat works. That's quite all right. Good morning, Eric. Welcome to the ass family. Ron is coming back. Oh, yeah, he is. Big middle finger coming to you, buddy. Give the Vietnam vets reparations, not the black people. Whitewash says, good morning, everyone. Uh, safety guy, Pastor Arnisius, Jalapeno. All right, we can start to, oh, whoa, before we start the show. Hey, 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 hey. We have a birthday today. Our boy, our boy Chip. Happy birthday going out today. We got a wedding anniversary, a 10-year wedding anniversary, and we got my man Chip. Who says, hey, Arnie, wondering if I can get a birthday shout-out. I'm turning 40 on Thursday. Any chance we can hear some 80s music? Yes, you can, but it'll be in the second break. Thank you for all you do, and I'll keep an eye out for those wrestling action figures of the Briscoe Brothers. Yes, please do. He sent me an email saying that collectors are going to try to swoop them up. He's going to try to try to get some. So, Chip, here you go, buddy. Chip. There we go. One more, one more from the president. And we got to start the show with the president, too. Well, look, my oh, wait, wife wait, has wait. a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Chip. Happy birthday to you. Come on, Mr. President. You're better than that, aren't you? No. No, you're not. Well, before I get into this, look, look, look. look. Before we get into it, we got to talk about Joe. Yesterday, Joe Biden was in front of uh, the, the, the media, and he was talking, and uh, I don't know what the, the, the thing is, but he talked to kids, and it was really creepy. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. 
and Daddy owes you. <laughs> so talk to me afterwards. Is, I want to say one thing to your children. Is he Daddy? I mean, I mean. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and Daddy owes you. <laughs> so talk to me afterwards. I want. Joe Biden calling himself Daddy. That that's disturbing. By the way, the media, they, they, they followed a couple kids that were leaving, and this is what happened. Pedal faster! I can't go any faster! Where are you going, kids? Hey, I just want to talk to you. Why don't you come over to my place for a glass of wine and a couple of fruit pies, and then we can go in the back room and play Crazy Snakes. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass. Good morning, Steph. I hope that you're doing well. Lisa says, ooh, gross, creepy as fuck, yeah. Yeah, Joe, I think Joe outdid himself. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and Daddy owes you. Pedal faster! I can't go any faster! Where are you going, kids? Hey, I just want to talk to you. Why don't you come over to my place for a glass of wine and a couple of fruit pies, and then we can go in the back room and play Crazy Snakes. <laughs> I don't know why they laugh, Kale. I mean, I mean that one... Do I still have that? I, I, I got rid of that one because... When he was talking about, oh, she was 12 and I was 30, and everybody's like, hee that, That's not funny. That's weird. It's very, very strange. Also, something that now, now, if somebody wants to own up to this, you can. And I got to say, I got to say, um, well played if somebody signed me up for this. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm sitting in my chair. I think I'm watching the People's Court or Criminal Minds uh, episode because I'm an old man and that's what I do during the day. I don't think he was calling himself daddy. He was clearly making a grandpa joke about dads owing their kids. Okay, okay, thank God. Because if he's calling himself daddy, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take a Silkwood shower. Um, I got an email. I got an email just randomly sent to me. About burial insurance. Hey, hey, hey. I'm old, but I don't need to start thinking about burial insurance. Burial coverage that lasts a lifetime. Affordable plans start at $15 a month. Click here to learn more. This is an advertisement. We're not an insurance or operating company. We connect individuals with insurance providers. I don't want to start talking about burial insurance yet. I'm, I, I haven't even turned 52. <laughs> I open this up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Is this a sign? If anyone knows what it's like to call somebody daddy, it's me. Trust me. This was not sexual. Okay, good. Braddy sent that to you for sure. I mean, burial insurance? Christ on a cracker. Hey, thank you, burialinsurance.com, because that's where I'd go. That is where I would go. I'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about getting some insurance for, you know, in case I die. (laughs) Let's just type in burialinsurance.com. Holy shit, there's a site. Can't you come up with a better website name? 
BurialInsurance.com. 55 here, aren't I? I'm all paid up. I carry a motherfucking card that says, if dead, call them. There you go. Oh, we're just going to, we're going to throw me on the barbecue, cook me down, and then dump me at DKR. I remember getting a letter from AARP when I was 25 and my dad made fun of me. I still have yet to get email from AARP. Thank God. Burial insurance. AAA is hitting me up and I'm only 49. What the fuck? This is weird. Now, yesterday, oh, God, yesterday. The, yesterday's show was one of those fun shows where I just talked about anything, tried to stay away from the, the drab of the world as much as I could. We do got to get into some drab of the world today. But I figured, you know what? We're going to have some fun, too. Mr. J says, just turned 40, and I have now AARP card and stupid newsletters every month. We have sad, sad news to report today, ass family. It seems that Sam Asgari and Britney Spears have separated. Allegations of cheating on Britney's part, yeah, has broken up their marriage. And they're headed for a divorce court. Sources say Sam has moved out of the house. Now has a place of his own. Now, he ain't going to get shit because Brittany had a prenup. So he's just out. He couldn't take the crazy no more. Now, uh... I, I, I don't like to brag about this kind of stuff, but I, I do have some ends in the industry. And Brittany was doing some interviews yesterday, and we, we found out some really interesting stuff about her. So... And now that I'm here, I think this is a perfect place for me to clear up some crazy, crazy rumors I keep hearing about myself. You was a toilet baby. St. Mom was obese. Went through her entire pregnancy without even knowing she was pregnant. Ended up pushing this one out she sat down to do a bathroom but it's just like uh, just plop down like a little old turd just right down in a bowl big eyes like this I knew it I, I, I knew that was a rumor I, I've heard that rumor that Brittany was a bathroom baby she was a toilet baby you was a toilet baby see that's why she's so crazy wasn't a real marriage. I don't know why this is so difficult for anyone to understand. And to pair of nuts to cry on. Wait, that came out wrong. I have a shoulder for Brittany to cry on. Separated six to midnight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on now. Brittany single. Brittany Spears is now single and ready to mingle. I mean... <laughs> That's all I need done. Out. See ya. This is going to be... Oh, who will date Britney Spears? Hmm. I mean, she did get passed around a lot. Carson Daly, Fred Durst. 
She, I mean, she was Taylor Swift before Taylor Swift. What everyone needs to do is stop paying attention to her. Then maybe she'll get some real help and then go away. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I'm capable of that because I'm, I'm just waiting for a nip slip anytime. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, oh, my sniffer's going off. <clears throat> How long until she comes out and that dates one of the Spice Girls? Okay. Her and Kanye would be so crazy, it would be a superpower. That could defeat Earth. If her and Kanye got together, they could defeat Earth. I'm sure Britney isn't a dead lay like Taylor Swift. Oh, God, no. I'm, I, I have three words for you. <clears throat> y'all ready? Y'all, y'all ready for these three words? Celebrity sex tape. Maybe that's two words. Maybe sex tape is one word. I don't know. I'm not an English major. Erised, I need your help. Pete Davidson, no. No, Pete Davidson cannot do her. No. I, 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 don't, I don't care who the, 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 the other person is. It can be a Spice Girl. It, it can't be Pete Davidson, no. Jason Sudeikis? No, he, I like him too much. I don't want him to go through that crazy shit, too. Britney hooks up with Kim Kardashian. I don't want to see her fall into the Kardashian pit. Let's not go down that road. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jamie Foxx? Comes out as they. She'll be trans in no time. If Britney hooked up with Scary Spice, it would eclipse Cleopatra and Mark Anthony for the hottest fuck fest in history. Oh. What if her and, like, well, Christina Aguilera's lost some weight, so maybe her and Christina could bury the hatchet. Hmm, if you know what I mean. They're going to bury that hatchet, all right. Hee-hee-hoo-rah. <laughs> She may break the Kardashian curse. She's already shithouse crazy. They'd undo it. Maybe. maybe, You know what? Maybe her dating a Kardashian could make her a pop star again. Or at least a singer. She's too old to be a pop star. Oh, man. Oh, how about this? How about this magical duo? They can play pirates. How about this duo? They're both crazy. They're both washed-up singers. They're both blonde, and they're both from the South. Jessica Simpson leaves her family, moves in with Britney Spears. Britney and Jessica. And then they go on tour. Has-beens 24. Britney marries Tom Cruise, and she turns Scientology into new crazy. Well, Brittany's getting a divorce. <clears throat> I didn't believe this marriage from the get-go. Whatever. Madonna's her grandmother, for God's sakes. How about Brittany and Johnny Depp? No. See, here's the thing. Johnny Depp is just... <clears throat> Johnny Depp's dirty. Like, when I look at Johnny Depp, I just go, Ugh. Boy, that motherfucker probably stinks. And I know that he is the, the, the icon for Savage. By the way, Savage. Sucked. That was a terrible cologne. 
And probably Brittany, with her craziness, she probably wouldn't be able to put up with him putting on the 15 scarves and the 88 fucking bracelets. You know it takes Johnny Depp some time in the morning to go out. When he was going to court, he probably had to wake up like five hours early. They had to hose him down. They had one of them real high-pressure, like, elephant hoses. Hoses ass down from the night before. To where he didn't smell like cigarettes, whiskey, and regret. Then they dry him off. That's when he starts the, the process of putting the bracelets on. Johnny Poop Bed Depp. Why is it when two girls hook up, it's called scissoring and not lip syncing? That's a great, that, that is a great question. She's going to fuck Marilyn Manson? Probably not. Marilyn Manson, he, he's, he's Johnny Depp's best friend, which says a lot for Johnny Depp's smell. I want to see her with Johnny Depp. So there you go. Single Britney Spears. Now, like I said, I, I, I got to talk about uh, some some other shit real quick. I want to talk about Donald Trump's going to come out Monday, and he says he has evidence to support his claims and that everything will be dropped. This is a big piece of evidence that nobody is talking about here, and we need to play the stupid game. Uh, and Tor says, uh, aren't any of the celebrities Pete Davidson and Depp are best for uh, bet? Like Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton on steroids and crack. Ooh, Billy Bob Thornton, and that wouldn't be a bad choice. He's kind of mellowed out. <clears throat> Brittany in a devil's threesome with Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson. Oh, God. Here's the thing about Donald Trump. There was a report yesterday that Ron DeSantis is no longer in second place in the Republican candidacy for president in 2024. No, no, he has actually slipped to third place. I have a story tomorrow about something that Vivek Ramaswamy did the other day, and I got to tell you what, this guy is something. Still don't think he, he's electable, but he's something. Um, but before we get to that, we have to talk about this whole Don Trump thing. And the stupid game is this, where we like to say, well, what if this was the other family? The Manhattan judge who's handling the hush money payment against Donald Trump has refused to recuse himself from the case after a request from the legal team. Judge Juan Mershan affirmed his ability to be fair and impartial in opinion, even though Merchant donated money to Joe Biden's presidential campaign to the Progressive Turnout Project to stop Republicans during the 2020 cycle. Now, he didn't donate a lot of money, but he's a donator to that. Now, I would like to ask you to play the stupid game. Let's say that Joe Biden somehow magically gets indicted for a number of his transgressions against America, whether it be influencing or using his office as vice president to influence other countries, which is illegal, and he profited from it. Let's say it could be, I don't know, all the reams of paper that he had that he wasn't supposed to have. Let's say that. Okay. How 
how would the media explode if they found out the judge in the Joe Biden case was a Trump donator? It would be the absolute end of the world. I don't know if that judge would be able to make it alive to the courtroom. It would be on every television set from here to Timbuktu. But nobody's talking about this. A good judge, an honest judge, a judge that is not politically swayed, which are hard to find in this day and age, whether it be to the right or to the left, would see this controversy and before it's even a controversy, recuse themselves of this case because they have an interest in the case. (laughs) Not this guy. And by the way, nobody's saying anything except me. Me and a few other people. Is this the way it's going to be? I mean, I, 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 mean I, I already know it is. I mean, I'm asking that question just to be nice. Bring back VPs being in the opposite party of the presidential candidate like they did in America's infancy, Trump Kennedy 2024. It rises, I'm a Swami fan. Brittany and Gary Busey. Wow. That's a power couple. Oh. For Brit. Oh. And now that I'm here... I think this is a perfect place for me to clear up some crazy, crazy rumors I keep hearing about myself. Talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. Oh, that's a match made in heaven right there. And and by the way, if that were to ever happen, Brittany and Gary Busey, I would want cameras on them 24 hours a day. Um, He'd be my choice for VP, Swami. I like Swami. Swami says a lot of great things. I think he's a good person. I haven't done a a, a deep enough dive on him, but he says all the right... He says stuff that's even better than the right stuff. I'm going to do the story tomorrow. It was at a campaign stop in Iowa where a transgender person or a non-binary person decided to take a shot at him and talk to him. And, and Ramaswamy fucking put it on him. Like, put it on him. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Because today is Joe Murphy Day, and we're having fun today. But uh, I, I find this amazing that, that more Americans in general, and, and this just shows what I was talking about. I don't think either of these candidates are the right choice for America, right? There's one that can help fix America, but not repair America. Americans are at each other's throats. That does, that's not good for America. The right and left hate each other. We have all these race indications and all this race crap and all these people that are targeted and all these woke shit, and we're going at each other. That's not us. We're supposed to be the United States. Now, now we're never going to get a president who gets 100% of the vote. No, that's stupid. I'm not calling for that. 
But the days of like 70% to 30%, we need America to, before, and and look, I think Donald Trump will fix a lot of Joe Biden's wrongs, don't get me wrong, but, but Donald Trump is not going to be the guy who brings Americans back together. Just saying. What do we need fixed first? If that's it, then so be it. And then Ramaswamy brings Americans together. I'd be okay with that. We'll see, though. Let's see. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Just releasing some stuff. Okay, here we go. Oh, by the way, great job uh, to the fine people outside of Minnesota. Hey, Minnesota. Yeah, you betcha. Good Hugh, Minnesota. Small town in the southeastern part of the state lost its entire police force. Yeah. The chief and the other members of the department handed in their resignation. You know, I think we were all blindsided a bit by it. But we're resilient, you know. And we're going to move forward. I want to reiterate that uh, we have police coverage in the city of Goodhue. I'm telling you, we do. I don't know. It's not an issue. If they all quit, that's an issue. By the way, they quit because of the whole defund movement. They ain't got no damn police in place. He doesn't have a shot because he's too smart. Look at the laundry list of presidents in the last 120 years. Not really the smartest, but most charismatic and able to bullshit us. Uh, I'd uh, post that Lincoln was the last intelligent, philosophically capable person in the Oval Office. Vivek is simply too smart, and Americans don't want smart. They want hand-clapping illusion, and that explains why Trump and Biden are front-runners. I can go along with that. Uh, there's a lot that I agree with that. I think that's the one part, and, and, and maybe the smart part hurts him. But there is something charismatic about Swami. Mainly because I just want to call him President Swami. Because I think that's awesome. And I know that my father is probably rolling over in the grave that I wasn't allowed to go to. Uh, he, he is very... Ca- <sighs> but, I, but I see your point. And, and, you know, he has his moments where he's very charismatic and he's very what you're talking about. And then he goes into a smart talk. And like I said, when we talk about it tomorrow, boy, he really does go into the smart talk. And I think that would scare people. Yeah, I, I, you got me there, Ogre. Okay. Trump fixed America, $1 gas, cheap food, jobs, jobs, jobs. Maybe we need that first. I'm okay with it. Look, look, Joe Biden, Joe Biden needs to go. I mean, honestly, there's not, there isn't too much difference between. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and Daddy owes you. Yeah. So talk to me afterwards. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. Have you ever seen Gary Busey and Joe Biden in the same room together? I haven't. Conspiracy theory? Maybe. Fucking Christ. An entire city's police department leaves? 
And before we get to the police officer of the year so far, got video of it. And by the way, Oski sent me a video. I'll be putting all these videos up here in just a little bit. First things first, though, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom yesterday, or the last couple days, has been tweeting out shit. Is this one it? Is this the new, uh, no, oh, I did I get rid of it? Wait, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, that one's down here. This one right here. All right. Gavin Newsom tweeted this out two days ago. California has officially introduced a U.S. constitutional amendment to end gun violence epidemic in this nation. The American people want action. Congress has refused. It's up to the states to step in. So the amendment will be the right to safety. And it'll have four gun freedoms. Number one, you raise the age to purchase a gun to 21. Okay, hold on a second here. I have a question there, Mr. Governor, Mr. Dipshit. Does that mean also, and due to very, very low numbers, I can't think this would be a great way to boost enrollment. Um, Will we also raise the age to 21 to join the military? Because the military, they use guns. They're 18. Why does the crowd always cheer? I don't know why. Uh, And lots of fucking luck getting it past Congress than 75% of the states. Uh, Mr. J says, number one, no. Number two, fuck no. Number three, go fuck yourself. Let's make the age of adulthood to 21 as well, fucking dumb. I hate him so much he brings me headaches all the time. And long guns can be purchased at 18 and handguns can't be purchased at 21. Number two, universal background checks. Whatever. Don't care. Number three, a waiting period for gun purchases, which I've never understood. It's a cooling off period. You don't want to get somebody who's, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do because they have the right to do that. I, I am, I, I hate the waiting. I think the waiting period is the dumbest thing that we do in this country. Trash, thank you, by the way. Some of us joined the military 17, jackass. Uh, I hope that wasn't me. I'm sorry. I didn't know you could join at 17, but thank you, Trash Panda. Everything is electronic now. If you're clear, you're fucking clear. Amen. And number four, this is my favorite one because I have a follow-up because I'm a good journalist. Banning civilian purchases of assault weapons. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mr. Governor, can you can you define what an assault weapon is then? Uh, 
Yes, a cooling down period because history has shown humans are able to cool down and then they stay there and not revert to an enraged rational state. High fives. Sorry, so I know you're a, you own 100 guns, but you can't have this one yet. With parent signature, you can. My Nono uh, had documents forged so he could join at 16. He was a UDT, a fucking badass. Yep. What's an assault weapon? The cooling off makes absolutely no sense. I have a CCW. I walk and buy a new gun with a gun on my hip, and I have to wait 10 days to get the new one. That makes no sense. Oh, oh, I can, and it's not the AR-15. What is an assault weapon? Well, I can define it. It's like defining the word burglar. A burglar is one who burgles. That's how you define I, it. Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, Arised, I, kn- I know that you're able to listen today, and, and you, have a, uh, you have PhDs and education, and you're very, very smart. Am I correct with that? A burglar is defined as one who burgles. Now, an assault weapon would be any weapon that is used to assault. Banning civilian purchases of assault weapons. Okay. So I can't buy hammers anymore. I can't buy knives because I'm a civilian. Uh, Can't buy pepper spray. Definitely can't buy a gun because guns are definitely assault weapons. I mean, that's the, the, the purpose. Does everybody know what the purpose of a gun is? The purpose of a gun is to kill. That, that, that's the only purpose a gun serves. And I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm not trying to put down guns or people who, who fancy guns. It's your Second Amendment right. I don't care. It's your right to own a gun. Guns are made for one thing. Destruction. Death. That's what they're made for. They, 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 they can't unclog a sink. You can try, but you're going to fuck up your house. Um, they aren't there to pick up your kids after school because, well, they can't drive. They're guns. They have one job, and that is to assault someone. So all guns, we got to get rid of them because those are assault weapons. Mage, what's up, brother? So, you know, I work in the gun industry, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um... Hey, wait, wait, wait. Before, you know, before I get, let you go, am I right there? Though guns are created to kill, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive or a dick with that. I'm just telling the truth. Yes. Okay. Continue, so, please. So, so here's the thing, man. To own, when they, okay, I understand that people have this issue when they say assault weapons, but like an automatic weapon. People can buy those, but you have to get uh, a federal stamp and a tax ID. You have to. There's a giant process. Like you, you, you get background check from the state and the ATF, and there's all this stuff. So they know who has it. They know where it's at. All those types of things like that. It it, it it's a giant process and it's not like a um hey i'm driving to wyoming and i'm gonna go buy a automatic weapon that when you hold the trigger it empties the whole mag it Mm -hmm. it, there there isn't anything like that you know everything is semi-auto or single action where 
you have to cock it back every time you pull a trigger. <laughs> and, it, and and they don't ex- they don't ever explain that to anybody. I I mean honestly, let me let me ask you because I would imagine that you are an expert in this in, in the industry. Not only because well you, you're probably smarter than everybody in the industry because you're Asian. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to. <laughs> I had to, man. Come on. Um, but you're an expert because you've worked in the industry for a while. You know the industry. Uh, your standard operating rifle. I, I know that shotguns, you can put three shells in a shotgun. And how fast can you release those three shells? Pretty goddamn fast, so, right? So I have a, a semi-automatic um, shotgun that you can put three rounds in, and then you can put one in the, in the, in the tube. So that's four rounds. Okay. And I can shoot all four of those in less than a minute. Okay. But that's that's because all that time I was playing on the PlayStation when I was a little kid. Okay, so now let me ask you this. The the horrible and dreaded, the murder weapon of choice of everyone, the AR-15, the assault weapon of assault weapons. You have that thing. Have you ever shot one? This is a stupid question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Have you ever shot one? Yeah, I own one. It has a name. Its name is Betty. Okay. When you take Betty out. Mm-hmm. And Betty's loaded. Uh-huh. And, and uh, how many how many rounds can Betty be, is is Betty a loose gal? Can she fit a lot of guys in her? Uh, I have a hundred round mag, but okay. the thing about hundred round mags is usually they jam a lot. Okay. Okay. But, Great. Uh, the good the good standard is a thirty round mag. Okay. And I can empty a thirty round mag like very quickly. How long? I don't know, uh, less than a minute or two. Okay. So what we're talking about here is timing and and because like I I want like I want to own the shotgun where I just pull the trigger and it just fires automatically over and over like the round Tommy gun cuz that's fucking badass and I'm going to go hunt tigers so you, and elephants. So you want an A12. That's the one that they have on uh the Expendables. Yeah, that's the one I want. That that is the exact gun I want. I want that gun and I want the nail gun from the Equalizer. Cuz I watched the Equalizer with Denzel, the end of it where he shoots the guy with the nail gun. I want that nail gun too. Um the stupidity <laughs> of this whole thing is that you can empty a 30 round mag in probably what, a minute? Probably yeah. a minute. Yeah, a minute. Um, you can still do a lot of damage in a minute compared to like thirty seconds. You know, so, you know, it, it's so stupid. Here's the thing, though. Okay, so my father still lives in California, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of laws for ARs, and one of them is uh, you have to have a pin that holds the mag in, so you can't remove the mag, and you have to load it a certain way, and it takes a long time. But they don't check to see if that pin is solid. So my dad has it, you know, where mm-hmm. it's solid. But most people, you could just push the pin out. And then that will change it to automatic. Uh, no, it's where you can oh. change mags all the oh, time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And, and getting a bandolier, kind of like that thing that you put all the magazines in and it goes around your chest like a belt. Yeah. And you, they, they're all thirty-round mags or ten-round mags or five-round mags. You can have, you can buy as many of those as you want. Jesus. So, 
you, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a hundred round mag, if you have a backpack full of 30 round mags that are full. Yeah, exactly. I, I it, look, 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 it, it, I, I appreciate it, Mage. I'm going to let you go uh, because I have another Gavin Newsom tweet I got to talk about, which is even stupider. Okay. It's even stupider. But I got to get to that because I got to call Joe here in a little bit. But thank you, Mage. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, real quick, Mage knows his shit. He's talking to an idiot when it comes to guns. Uh, Ogre says, I emptied a 30-round mag from an AR in seconds, and it was semi-automatic. I know nothing about guns. So I was walking through that as a stupid person. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Anyone can modify their safe guns to be more lethal. It's up to law enforcement and the courts to do something to get it caught. How do you like the thumb action? I would suggest people love guns. By those, they don't fail under California stupid laws. There you go. Gun laws in California are anti-American. He knows less than you. Call me next time. Okay. All right. Uh, our other stupid thing from Gavin Newsom, and we'll get to the police officer of the year after Joe Murphy. Um, I have to get to this because this is the stupidest thing I've ever read in my entire life. Um, I don't want to read the story. I want to read the tweet. Gavin Newsom retweeted a story that was on Time Magazine about how a young girl has to go to school in the seventh grade and she has a baby on the way. This is how he wrote it, though. This is horrifying and worth reading. She's 13 years old. Soon she'll start seventh grade. She was raped by a stranger in the yard outside her home, and Mississippi forced her to become a mother. So, so Mr. Governor, what you're saying is the, the, the worst part of this is that she's being forced to carry a child under the laws in 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 Alabama or Mississippi, where she's from. I'm sorry, I didn't see where it was, where she could go to another state and probably get it done. Um, are you glossing over the rape just a little bit? I mean, think about this. The worst part of the the main idea. Remember, you remember when you were in school. You remember when you were in school. And you had to pick out the, the nouns and the verbs in a sentence. And then later in a, in, in, in a paragraph, you had to get the main idea. What is the main idea? He wants to make the main idea that she's forced to become a mother. She wouldn't be forced to become a mother if she wasn't raped, which I think that makes that more of the main idea of the story, is that a 13-year-old girl was raped in the yard outside of her house. That's not the bad part. Now she's got to be a mother. (laughs) I even tweeted back. I go, did you gloss over the rape? Not the rape itself or condemning the person who did this to her. No, no, not at all. No, it's condemning the state and their ideology. Of course he glossed over the rape. She should have self-medicated. God knows we all do that from time to time. Come on, Rhino. I'm I'm citing a 50 cal barrette on my desk right now with Arnie on speakers. All right. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Chip, your music's coming up in the next break, my friend. Joe Murphy coming up next. 
against drunk drivers The Pope is against the pill The union's against the workers Working against their will The president's against the Congress The Senate is against the House People are against politicians And I'm against cats in my house But I'm for love And I'm for happiness And I'm for If you don't like it Can't you just let it pass And I'm for turning off the news And turning down the lights Cause I'm for nothing else But me and you against the county the county's against the state the state is against the government and the highway still ain't paid the bankers against the farmer the farmers against the wall the doctors against me smoking and the devil's against us all but I'm for love and I'm for happiness and I'm for if you don't like it can't you just let it pass fishing in the rain but I'm for love I'm all for happiness and I'm for if you don't like it can't you just let it pass and I'm for turning off the tube and turning down the lights and I'm for nothing else but being you tonight hey I'm for love I'm all for happiness and I'm for not looking for Something to make us mad I'm all for turning off the muse And turning down the lights And I'm for nothing else But me and you He had a mean streak two feet wide A son of a gun with a taste for fun And more than his share of pride Take a dirt road curve with a devil's nerve Make a car dance across some mud And haul and shine was his regular line Till the track got in his blood It was a real hot shot and he bragged a lot But man, that fool could drive Cause he loved the feel of the steering wheel And the girls with the bedroom eyes And in a racing tide or a barroom fight Old Stroker stole the show A backstretch blazer, a real hell razor And a racetrack Romeo Mama, lock your daughters up, that wild bunch is back in town And them little girls get frisky when they hear that race car sound They're bringing out the yellow flag, somebody's brakes have failed There's a oil slick on the inside and a wreck along the rail You better stand on it, stroker, cause a bandit's on your tail 
It's a downright joy for a country boy when he hears them engines moan. But you gotta hang tough and it gets real rough when you're out there on your own. Cause they'll push you around, they'll knock you down, they'll shove you up against the wall. And you always know when the engine blows that a man can't win them all. You could push that car just a little too far any Sunday afternoon. And if you'd break your neck, some damn fool wreck, they'd forget about you soon. But old Stroker Ace was born to race and it's worth all the trying. Just to drink champagne in the victory lane and to hear that concrete whine. Stroker, get your dander up, this ain't no time to lag. You got to make a lap up if you're gonna take that checkered flag. Number 10 is closing in to even up the score. It's time to wave bye-bye and put the pedal on the floor. You better stand on the stroker cause you're blowing off their doors. Blow the doors off, stroker. Stand on it, son.
The Artie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. It is mathematically impossible to have a bad day when you hear a Jerry Reed song. I'm just telling you right now, I have made all your days. Jerry Reed's When You're Hot, You're Hot. Stroke Race by Charlie Daniels and Hank Jr. to start it off. Ken Dog! There is no just Ken. No, it's Ken Dog. Haven't we covered this? There is no just Ken. It's Ken Dog. Says, asked, did you know Hank Jr. fell off 500-foot cliff uh, 40 years ago? Just heard the story the other day, never knew. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, there's a movie about Hank Jr.'s life. Uh, it's called Living Proof, the Hank Williams Jr. story, and it, it, it stars John Boy Walton. They got a terrible actor to play Hank Jr. But it, 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 it's focused on his early life before he turned into Bo Cephas, really. Um, he was uh, out hunting with a friend and his son in Montana. Hank's a huge hunter, huge outdoorsman. And this was the time in his life where he was starting to kind of figure it out on his own. He wasn't doing his father's songs anymore. He was starting to branch out and do his own songs. And he was becoming his own man. And he was out hunting, and he fell off a cliff. And he dropped 500 feet. This is why you'll never see Hank Jr. in public without a cowboy hat on or some sort of hat, sunglasses, and a beard. Because it, it, it ripped his face up. And the cool part about this story is the guy who he was hunting with, his son, and Hank Jr. talks about this son very fondly and rightfully so. The father told the son, you need to rappel down there and just keep talking to him to keep him awake. And I forgot if it was 12 hours or if it was 20 hours that this young man, this kid, probably 12, 13 years old, is sitting there talking nonstop for 20 hours to Hank Jr. to keep him alive. And that's what Hank Jr. credits for keeping him alive. But, yes, it is a, it's a fascinating story. And, uh, yeah, wow, that's resilience. Yeah, check that one out. Uh, oh, hey, hold on a second here before we make a phone call. We got to say good morning to a couple of fine, super duper people. Timmy and Nicole, I got to tell you. I, I speak highly of, a, of everybody in the ass family, but I got to tell you, these people are angels. Uh, Timmy and Nicole, I, I, I love you. Uh, uh, I, I, I called on, on their resources to help another family member out, and they did it without hesitation. And I, I can't say thank you enough to Timmy and Nicole. I love them like, like the family that they are. So there you go. Ogre says, Rhino and Mage, I have a Jewish face laser. Stop that. Okay, now it's time to call Joe. We've got a lot to talk about with Joe today. Man, oh, man, are we going to be busy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, Joe. Uh, 
This has happened before. Please leave your message for 77. Nope, ain't going to give his number out. Steph says, hi, Tim and Cole. Stackhar says, good morning. Stackhar, there he is. Says, good morning. I heard I missed one of the worst AEW matches last night, the Leatherface match. Look, I, I got to kill time here because uh, I'm going to try to call Joe back. Uh, and Joe knows we're doing the show today because we have a lot of sports to talk about and other stuff. Joe's morning sex capade must have double booked. Must have. Last night on AEW, I, I, I fell asleep, but I watched the re-recording of it when I woke up this morning. AEW has ruined MJF. Unless they go the route of he's having sex with Dr. Brickbaker behind Adam Cole, Bebe's ass, uh, his back. They've made him a cartoon like Stifler in the American Pie movies. American Pie 1, Stifler was a god. Part 2, they're starting to kind of ramp him up as an idiot. Part 3, he was full-on cartoon character. And thank God for the reunion movie because the, the wedding was awful. Uh, let's see. Uh, come on, give out Joe's phone number. We all want to give him a call sometimes. Mage Mazatov, it's happening this weekend. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you are, you guys are the best. Um, but then they had this match that was sponsored by a new video game. I guess the 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been turned into a video game, and I guess you have to outsmart Leatherface. Wow, way to get on that like fifty years late. But but they had this match between Jeff Jarrett and, and Jeff Hardy, the Battle of the Jeffs. By the way, they haven't been feuding or anything. They just they and they had this Texas Chainsaw Death Match. And of course, Jeff Jarrett gets busted wide open. He's bleeding everywhere. He bleeds all over his wife. Right. And then when the match is over, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, fucking Leatherface comes out. Guy swinging a chainsaw. They don't do chainsaws in wrestling. Jackasses. Guy called Joe again. Hello, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yes. All right. Did did, did I wake you? Well, I I was up a little bit ago. I just nodded off a little bit. Is this your first call? No, no. This was the second call. I I I gave you some time after the first one. Oh, you cut out on me. All right. Well, we're going. We're going anyway. Yeah, I did actually nod off a little. Oh, but, Joe. Uh, here, I'm ready to rock. Are you ready to rock? Do, do, do you want me to give you another five minutes? I mean, I can do a story or two, and then I can call you back if you want me to. Uh, you give me a couple minutes. I'll throw everything together. Okay. I, I was, uh, yeah, I, when the phone started ringing, I, I said, I just, I said, that's Arnie. I'm going to be bumming. But, uh, yeah, give me about two minutes. Okay, I, I'm going to put up a couple videos, and I'll call you back, Joe. All right. Uh, All right, there he goes. Uh, Joe Murphy will be with us. Real quick. Now, I, I got to share these videos with you because Oski sent me one. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do Oski's first. 
Uh, hold on a second. Let me see where where well, there it is. It says share. Uh, oh, this is awesome. This is good shit right here. Let me give Joe a few minutes. Um, nature is not your friend, my friends. No, no, it's not. And some fella found this out. Uh, I don't know where the fuck this is. Why does Chainsaw and Texas go together all the time? I swear I didn't see uh, trees when I was in Texas. Eh, I know, it should be called the the Wisconsin Chainsaw Massacre if it's fucking set after Ed Gein. But anyway, this is in some third world country where they let bulls run the streets and some guy, well, didn't get out the way. All right, here we go. Here we go, lots of tourists watching. All right, morons are running at me. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, I'm, I'm jumping up on the cage. Oh, there's a bull. Wham! Right in the head. Oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord. That bull hit him square in the noggin. Okay, so that's the first video. Oski, great video. I mean, that bull was running so fast. The, the, the bull did not have time to. <laughs> now, I put up the video the other day of the matador getting gored. Now, 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 we have cop of the year from Long Island. Happened yesterday. Um, this is pretty awesome. Some crazy lady was out in the streets in Long Island, and uh, she's firing off a gun. She just, she just ra- randomly waving her hands in the air and shooting like she just don't care. Well, they told the popo to do something, and the popo did it. So she's pointing the guns now. Now she's pointing the gun at herself. She's walking backwards. Here comes the cop car sideswiper. God damn, they ran that bitch over. Hey, what you want to do? I don't know. I wanna, I, maybe I'll get a prosciutto sandwich later. Oh, look at this crazy bitch. Let's just run her over. Our final video that I'm going to share with you this morning. Now, (sighs) I'm going to go to hell for saying this. I know it. I already know I'm going to hell. And I just don't care. Um, God fucking damn it. I clicked it, and it's showing a fucking minute-long ad. Oh, shit. Well, hopefully that won't happen when you click on this one here. This uh, this happened... um, I want to say in oh South Africa's Kruger National Park, a che- a leopard. Leopard was out there, and he's like, hey, man, you know, I'm just doing my leopard shit right now. Don't worry about me. Uh, I'm just looking to eat something. Oh, hey, check out. Check it out. There's a, there's a bunch of baboons right there. I think what I'm going to do is have to fucking pounce on one. Oh, what happened? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Start. Well, I want to play. Here we go. Do 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 do. Uh oh. Now the leopards oh, walked out, and about fifty damn baboons showed up. <laughs> okay, now there's a car coming. And they're all running for cover. There comes the leopard. Oh oh, and then the baboons are jumping. Oh, they are whooping that fucking leopard's ass. I mean, them baboons are fucking whooping ass. That leopard's running away like, fuck, I didn't want none of that shit. Now, the part that I'm going to get in trouble for is this. I don't know about y'all, 
Hunter- I don't know about y'all, but that reminded me of Reginald Denny. I'm going to call Joe. Ogre, if, if, if there is not spit all over yourself right now, I have failed as a broadcaster. That joke is so good on so many levels. Hello. Hey, is this Joe Murphy? Yes, it is. You've hey. Reached, you've reached the right people. Hey, how you doing today, Joe? Good to hear from I'm you. Doing, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I was up early and it's about 530, uh, and I was like, uh, all right, we're, we're good to go. And then, bam, the next thing I knew it was eight. <laughs> you were calling us. Quite all so right, my friend. Here, We're ready to roll. Well, we have a, we have we have a lot to talk about today, um, including uh, the president is stopping in your backyard, Joe. Uh, now I, I was looking that up. I know I, I know he's going to Maui, but I didn't know he was coming to Tahoe. Well, he's cutting his his Tahoe visit a little short because he's going to Maui. Uh, because but but he was just on vacation in Delaware. And right. then he had to come back and, and, and meet some people in Wisconsin, and then he was going to go vacation in Tahoe, but now he's being forced to go to Maui. Yeah, yeah, he's still up. But, uh, but the, the Tahoe was on the schedule like yes. that. Oh, oh it, it, it's still on there. He's still going to spend a couple days there. Uh, yeah. do, do you have any summits or any meetings planned with him? Well, <laughs> what the hell was that? What the that shit? Was, uh, bad. No, you, you know what's funny though? Uh, they just finished like uh, they had both of the U.S. senators, both of our U.S. senators were up there uh, because every year they have this, uh, you know, keep Tahoe beautiful uh, summit type thing they call it. And so I thought maybe he's coming for that, but that thing just ended, so he's probably. Uh, He's probably, you know, Joe's probably coming out to water ski. Maybe. I mean, the water's going to be pretty cold. It's always freezing. It's yeah. always, always freezing. Worst lake in the world because it never warms up. I know. It's, it's, I mean, you know, most lakes, you, you can't go out 50 feet there and still see the bottom, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah the clarity is, is, is amazing. But, yeah, it's just, it's always freezing. And, that, you know, they never, like, warms up. But... I'd rather it be cold and clean than, you know, warm and dirty. Yeah. Like, um. Well, well, that. But not your sex life, though. You want that hot and sticky. Yeah. Warm, dirty, hot, sticky. Yeah. It's yeah. That's uh, the only way I live my life. Only <laughs> <laughs> um, way. Now, now, Joe, is it true that that, that you are sort of a, a reality show fan? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I. <laughs> You know, I don't know what people are doing, you know. I, I mean, look, so, you know, you look over Hawaii, those people are having a luau, you know. I see them out in the water, you know, they're out floating in the water, having fun. You know, they've got the luau, the pigs uh, that burn uh, on the island. You know, I don't know what they're whining about. You want to know some people with some real problems? The Kardashians. Yeah. Jesus. You know? And nobody cares. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I'll tell you right now, <laughs> Chloe and Tristan, I really thought they were going to make it. 
you know, Tristan's a young man in the NBA, so he he's he's against the fall and stuff. Do you actually know about the Kardashians? Yes, I know about them. Yes, I follow them very closely. Oh dear Lord! Oh, please continue. Well, <laughs> as you know, those poor women. Okay, so each one like they had tried to they have a baby on their own. Once they saw how what it took, uh, you know, it was no more. They were going to screw up their figures having babies. They wanted babies, lots of babies, and they said, you know what? You want lots of babies, you go to the NBA. Yeah, okay? oh, absolutely. And that's, but she did it. So uh, it, it's very, very upsetting because uh, her, uh, the uh, surrogate, you know, the the vessel that will carry the child, um, she's going to be upset too because, that you know, she's having another person who's having the baby for Chloe. Poor Chloe, she's not going to have her own children. No. I mean, Kim didn't have to. Kim had, you know, Kim had other women carry her baby. It's like, it's ridiculous. They don't have the time. You know, they're very busy living. And so uh, Tristan, who's an NBA player, um, who has a child in each state, I think he's trying to break uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, he, he's having a child with another woman. Oh, my. Yeah, Tristan's having, Tristan's having a baby with another woman, has a baby with Chloe, and it's having another one with Chloe, but we 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 haven't seen the person who's having Chloe's baby. Man, it's, oh man! It's ridiculous. Caitlyn Jenner is oh. a birth certificate to a woman. So not only does it, if you really think about it, you know the the, the uh, Kardashians, you know they have children. They don't carry their own children. No, and now. Kylie and Kendall, well, they have two females. They're the first people on earth that just going to be two females. Uh, they had two moms. They had the show My Two Moms. Man, oh, man, Greg Evigan would get mad because he'd be out of a job. <laughs> well, you know, he should be in on that. But, yeah, because now, you know, they said, I think uh, that in all seriousness that Chris Jenner was a little pissed off about it. She's like, well... Okay, so you're going to be a girl. I'm going to be a girl with you. <laughs> Coffee and Kendall are going to have two women. I mean, you know, then I'm not straight people being okay anymore. You know, but now there are going to be two women on the birth certificate. Man. Now, are there any other reality shows that you watch that you can update us on? Yes. Yes, oh, okay. there was. I. This is fascinating. I, I'm so fascinated. I never thought you'd be a reality TV person. I can't, you know, I can't with everything. We, you know, I, my brain is so high tech and it yeah. works so fast and so efficient. That's how I describe I'm you. Looking for something to conquer. Yeah, that that I that, I always say that when people say, "What's Joe really like?" I said his brain never turns off. I mean, he is go 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 go. I'm telling you what, there's, there's, there's those times that they wouldn't let me leave that facility because my brain was moving so fast. <laughs> that was ridiculous. You know, that, Joe, you know that there's Joe, nothing Joe, wrong with me, okay? Joe, I have I, I have a suggestion. I, I, now, I don't that? know this. Do you have Netflix? I do. Oh, Joe. Well, then, Joe, I implore you. We, we You and I need to start watching a show and reporting on it weekly. 
I found out there's a new dating show, and it's called Down for Love. Really? And it features nothing but people with Down syndrome. Oh, God. God love them. I'm going to have a hard time with that. <laughs> but I, God love them. I hope. Uh, Joe, Joe, know. Joe, let's do this. Let, let, let's make a plan this week to watch the first episode, and you and I can talk about it next Thursday. Okay, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's called Down for Love? Yes, Down for Love. Oh, wow, very, very clever. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to have to scratch the name of a couple of my movies. Uh, down for Love 1, <laughs> oh, Go Down on Me 2. I mean, yeah, all kinds of, you know. Uh, but that, that's ridiculous. But, uh, um, yeah, I was watching uh, uh, Dating Naked. Oh, okay. Dating naked. Well, that 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 solves a lot of problems right there, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you know everything's covered. You see right away what you're possibly getting into. All right, then, uh, or not, you know. Some uh, <laughs> guy was so uh, they take these two people. They obviously uh, they and they go out together naked in the jungle and spend the day together, and then. Uh, and then they have them go with uh, two other people. And at the end, who do you like the best? So it's just a bunch of you know, these people. When, when you when you go on your first date naked, it really you know, levels the playing field sometimes. Well, I mean, I mean, but like what 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 happens? Like if if the the date that you're on, you're you're quite attracted to, her and you're a fella. And, and, That's what and, I, I'm saying. You're gonna have. Um, you know, you're gonna. There's gonna be some arousal. Yeah, yeah, I think there might be. And it's not fair that the African American guy, his blurry area was a lot bigger. I think they were just doing that to be mean. <laughs> his blurry oh. area. By the way, by the <laughs> way. Well, I thought that. Of course, I you know. I think I had too much coffee or something because I swore that it was a. Uh, uh, a Joel Osteen documentary, but then I thought it was just the gemstones were on, so I didn't know. All right, all right. Well, well, well we, have, we have an appointment for next week. Whatever reality shows you're up on, please let us know next week. But, but, but episode one of Down for Love, you got to check it out. Well, well, I'll I'll check I will definitely check that out. And I really do, you know, I do, uh, in all fairness, uh, I switch around to some of them, you know, because the Kardashians now, but you know, Rob, nobody knows if he's even alive, the brother. Right. Who, you know, he's not even in, in the new one. You know, well, that, I mean, it's a horrible name anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a, and now it's just the Kardashians, but I mean, they're just, they're so uh, out of touch with normal living, you know, they're, the stuff they do is just, it, it, I mean, it's, it's just amazing how they, you know, I don't think dirt even touches them anymore, you know, their bottoms of their feet, because I mean, everywhere they go, it's just pampered, pampered, it, it's just, it's crazy, but uh well, I mean, I, you know what? If somebody said, Murph, uh, did you want Kardashian money? I guess I'd probably say yeah. Yeah, oh, I think you would. I, and, and I think most people would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk some sports stuff, shall we? Uh, because we are you are 14 days away from Nebraska kicking off the season, and we're going to talk college football in a little bit. But You're before we get to that. Two weeks, two weeks from today, my corner is going to kick off that 
I can't wait. I, I'm two weeks from Saturday. I can't wait. But before that, a Native American group is demanding that the Washington, whatever the fuck they are, bring back the Redskin name. Yeah, I, I've, heard, I, I've heard that, and I've also heard it talk. They, 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 they love the Cleveland Indian logo. Yeah. You know? and, and it's like they like, they were not offended. They're like, say, hey, we're not offended. We we, we like those names. We we did they do uh, they do present a history or uh, you know shows a, uh what what it was you know but and and when so when they come out when the Native American people come out and don't have a problem then you know I, that's why me and you just kept calling them the Redskins. We knew it's the right. right thing to do. Well, the Native American Guardians Association petition. To put an end to cancel culture and and hashtag reclaim the name Redskins has over 100,000 signatures. um, And they say uh, this is a deep, rich history behind the name. It's a symbol for elite warriors. It's a a symbol for what? Elite warriors. Yeah, I always looked at it that way. You know, I always looked at it as a a, a fighting, proud, you know, People, I never, you know, didn't, I didn't think it was offensive, but, you know, guess what do I know? I'm offensive sometimes, and I don't know it. You? No, not Joe Murphy. (laughs) Not Joe Murphy. Come on. Good Irish Catholic boy like you being offensive. You stop that. (laughs) It's ridiculous, isn't it? I'm like, I'm smooth. Some some say that they think my stuff. Theme song should be smooth operated. Oh, I know? think that I think Sade wrote that for you. I think she did. Um, yeah, I think she did. The, the, you know the the real the thing that really sticks in my craw the most about the Redskins thing is that the design that was on the helmet of the Redskin was actually yeah. drawn by a Native American chief because he thought it was such an honor for an NFL football team to name themselves after the the elite warriors. And I, I, I just, the, the, the white guilt in this country has killed us so much because that the only people that were ever upset about this were Christine Brenneman, Peter King, and some other sports writer from USA Today. And they're the ones who made a big deal about this that, that, that got all these people up and got their, their, their dander all ruffled and said, oh, we got to change the name. Yeah, you know, the same, I did one of the dumbest is, is, is in the same city, of course, D.C. You know, because the bullets, oh, that's oh, violent. Christ. So now become the wizards. I mean, some of the dumbest changes that I've ever, you know, it, like, I mean, nobody, nobody was, you know, yeah, a lot of bullets probably fly in Washington, D.C. That's not going to change. So, I mean, you can call the team whatever you want, but yes, yeah, some of the things that they've gone to are just, it's just, Ridiculous. The only people you're allowed to offend are middle-aged white guys. Oh, absolutely. Like I remember when the Bullets changed their name, and I agree with you more than 100% on this, because I don't think a kid in Washington would go to a Bullets game and go, you know what, they're called the Bullets, and that's going to force me to go out and buy a gun and shoot people because my favorite basketball team is called the Bullets. Right. I'm, I, I mean, yeah, like... You know, I think if anything, they should move to the south side of Chicago. Be the <laughs> south side bullets, you know. But uh, 
that, that is amazing. And that's, I think that's where they really have a problem. I think there's, what, like 60 shootings sometimes in one weekend oh, in God, Chicago. Yeah. So, oh, it's amazing. And, and by the way, Illinois has some of the strongest gun laws, anti-gun laws there is. But Chicago doesn't give a fuck. I think bulls is short for bullets. Yeah, yeah, I know this nice little place outside of Chicago. It's called Illinois. Okay, <laughs> and, uh, other than that, yeah, they, uh, they, that that uh, uh, that Chicago. Uh, hey, you know, if you've ever gone to Wrigley, I have. It's a whole lot different than going to Comiskey. Oh God, yeah. Uh, Ralph Just says, open their car when they leave Comiskey. Get out of here as quick as you can. <laughs> Ralphie says, my husband is part Native American and was irritated at the Redskins' name change since it takes away from his people. He said there should have been renamed the team Colonizers if they need to change the name. You know, and if you think about it, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's okay that a stupid drunk Irish boy was fighting. Irish, you know, we're, we're always fighting, apparently. We, we, we didn't care. We, 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 okay, great. We're calls whatever. The fighting crackers. We don't care. Okay. Well, do you know Just the story? The do you know the story behind that? What's that? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish got their name because a group of clans members, and this is back in the 20s or 30s or something like that, way, 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 way back then. And Notre Dame was a predominantly Irish Catholic college. It, right. you were, if you were Irish and Catholic, you went to Notre Dame. The end. Right. And this group of Klan's members tried to jump on the campus, and because Indiana at that time was a stronghold for the Ku Klux Klan, I believe the uh, the uh, a one-time governor of Indiana was the the head poobah of the Klan. Well, they showed up on campus, and the students fought them. And it was written in the newspaper, the Fighting Irish took down the Klan. And the football team said, we like that name. We're taking it. Right. And, you know, and what's, what's the, and as truthful also is, you know, the Klan was it actually originated in southern Indiana. Like, ah. Indiana, that's where the Klan was formed. So It was uh, actually it was actually formed in, in Pulaski, Tennessee. It moved to Indiana, but... Uh, oh, a fel- okay. A fellow yeah. by the name of Nathan Bedford Forrest in Pulaski, Tennessee, started it, and there is a national forest in Tennessee named the Nathan Bedford Forrest National Forest. Thank you, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, I he, mean, he dated a couple of. He was a kind of a. He was a uh, Mick Jagger kind of guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he liked his honky tonk women there. Um, yeah, he did. He did. Some of them were a little more tanned than the others. <laughs> uh, did you see that that Peyton Manning is re- is returning to Rocky Top? Yeah. Yep. You know, I always root for that kid. You know, number one, uh, you know, um, I had a guy the other day said, you know, like Peyton Manning was was a wimp or whatever or something. And I said, guy, you know, it doesn't matter what you think. Guys like Ray Lewis, you know, who can't win a game against him and stuff like that. They know the guy's pretty freaking good. I've always been a, a kind of a Peyton Manning fan. And I'll tell you what, right now, right out of the right out of the, his playing days, he he he's a better he'd be a better commentator or something than a lot of these guys that they have. He's, oh God, he's yeah. a pretty funny guy. He's really good. He's awesome. Well, he's headed back to become a, a professor of journalism this fall. He's going to teach the kids about media and how to work in the media and how to be in the media. 
I, I got to say, I, I respect that because he's given back to his alma mater. It's an alma mater that I absolutely, passionately hate. Cannot stand that fucking school. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, because he's not taking a salary. And, and and because he wants to give back because he knows that his nephew is about to kick the shit out of them for four years in a row when Texas joins the SEC. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh. Now, uh, Texas... Is is officially in the SEC this year? No, next year. Next, next so it'll year, it'll only be right. three years of ass whooping. But it's but Arch be will be really doing really it. wild to see what happens in college football the next couple of years because they're just they're just popping around. The only thing that I'm, I'm interested uh, interested to see is when one of these conferences like the Pac-12 or the ACC, they're going to be they're going to be scrambling. They're going to be looking for like. Players, you might see uh, like uh, Nevada or somebody like that, you know, join a uh, a bigger conference, which would be really, really exciting, but probably not for the pack because, I mean, we're going to get a, a, a taste of how they would fare with the Power Five oh, conference God. It, well, they take it, on it, USC at the uh, uh, Coliseum for their first game. They're only they only favored. The USC is only favored by thirty-eight or thirty-nine over the Wolfpack. Uh, Texas is a thirty-five point favorite over Rice in the first week, and if we don't win by seventy, I'm going to be upset. So let's talk about the polls that have been released. The AP College Football Poll has been released. Um, let me ask you before I start reading off names here of teams that are on there. Any surprises? Because I'm I'm completely surprised. Yeah, the, I mean, the, you know, I was looking at it, I'm pulling it up right now, because um, we know Georgia, that, that kind of wasn't a surprise. but Well, see, I, I'm going to disagree with you on that. Georgia's ranked number one, defending national champs, what, back-to-back championships? Right. Um, they were in the playoffs for like four years in a row. Um, they don't have that quarterback anymore. Stetson Bennett ain't there. Stetson Bennett was a great college quarterback. You can't deny yeah. that. Well, and I've always, you know, I've always said, um, you know, I just like Tom Osborne even would say that too. You know, it's, it, I, it, it, you know what? The, the, the polls that come out before there's even better game played. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's so different by week three. I mean, it's you know, by week three it'll be, it's where you end in the poll, not right. You know, not where you started. Well, and- but 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 sometimes, I mean, if you've got a really really good team and they're really really ranked low, it's going to be tough to get to that number one spot because they put teams like Georgia in there, and I think Georgia will be fine this season. They'll probably lose one or two games. They're not going to be horrendous. It's not like they're going to have a a six and seven campaign. They're going right. to be fine, but losing two games, you're out of the national championship race. Yeah, I mean, and then you know you get what Tulane, Oregon State, Washington in the top twenty-five. Washington, yeah. what they do last year? Nothing. I mean, what 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 propelled them to put them in the top twenty-five? Well, I and then there's some parts on this um, that I laugh at. Uh, Texas A&M is ranked twenty-third. <laughs> but what's even better is Oklahoma is ranked 20th. Boy, how the mighty have fallen. Yep, yep. Oh, and my God. Now, yep. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really care about Michigan and Ohio State because I'm not a Big Ten guy, and I know that you are. 
is Michigan really that good? No, I've never, never thought. I've never thought that they were. You know, Michigan's got a lot more to prove than uh, uh, than than what uh, you know they did. They, they always, when they run into like an SEC team, it's like when they ran into a buzzsaw, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. They all oh, were undefeated, but then they played like a you know an Alabama or you know even like a Texas or something, and mm-hmm. and and they you know they get beat. I, I'm not a big Jim Harbaugh fan at all. In fact, I can't stand looking at that dude on the sidelines sometimes. He, he just has this, he just thinks he's too cool for school or something. But uh, uh, yeah, Michigan's never impressed me, you know, that much. I, no. I knew they were going to make it. They, they were the first team out in the, in the final four, I was going to say, last last year because uh, they can't compete with the Georgias or the, you know, the Alabamas. No. Uh, yeah, they can't. They just don't have it. Uh, and with this and the name, image, likeness, now it's going to be uh, you know, crazy to see what happens. Did you, did you see the, the, the NC uh, on Netflix? They got some good stuff. They got the, it's called the Johnny Football documentary. Oh, I watched the Johnny Football documentary. They fibbed a lot in that. Oh, did they? Yeah, I mean, I mean, his, his family had. Did, he did come from money, maybe not as much oil money as they were portraying. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Manziel was a piece of shit. And by the way, Johnny Manziel, when he talked about, well, I wanted to go to Texas, well, they, they offered him a scholarship, and then they took the offer back because they had somebody else, which was a terrible choice. Uh, and then he went to Oregon. But they said, you know what, we're going to go with Marcus Mariota over you. And so that's why he ended up at A&M. It wasn't like A&M goes, hey, you're our number one pick. It was just kind of a random way. But it was a very interesting documentary to watch about it. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, he – but the, the one thing you took, you took away from was today, none of that autograph signing stuff would have all been fine. Yeah. They, you know, back then, you know, they'd fly into a hotel room and, you know, whatever and sign stuff and whatever. But, uh, like, today, yeah, today, no problem. And yeah. Everything's up for grabs. Anybody, take the money, take the money and run. Um you know, it's okay to to pay for play yeah. now in, in college. So we'll we'll see what happens because, like I said, the, the only thing I do like about it is, is you know, with USC and UCLA and uh, who who else we have now, uh, Oregon and and Washington coming to the Big Ten. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to make it a a, a super conference. You know, like oh, uh, yeah. where uh, you know it's going to compete with like the SEC and and things like that because. Um, you know, everybody, there was a time when everybody just automatically assumed the SEC was the best football conference, you know. And like me and you discussed, they got a couple of big dogs, but after that, I mean, who yeah. the hell's Kentucky? Who's Vanderbilt? Who's Missouri? Who cares, you know? Well, Oski asked the question, how the fuck is Penn State and Florida rank, Florida State ranked so high? They didn't accomplish anything last year. And I'm looking at it. Florida State is eighth and Penn State is seven. Penn State is the Minnesota Vikings of college football. They get their fan base excited for the first seven weeks and then shit the bed the last part of the season. Always. It's Penn State. It's Kid Toucher U. Yeah. And, and all you got, you, you know Penn State fan is safe. All you got to do is say Sandusky and they yeah, run. Done. And Florida State? Flor- really? Florida State's ranked eight? Eight? Yeah. What, what did they do last year? Nothing. They're Florida State. Florida State's a joke. And and I know. I know. That's I mean, that is really weird. You know. And and, and other, uh, you know, Oregon State. I mean, they, 
Dude's like the stepchild of that 12. What? What is it you now they're ranked in the top 25? Where are they ranked? I, I don't see them ranked. Oregon State, I got them at 18. Oh, 18. 18. 18. I see them now behind TCU. Kansas yeah, State, but... Oklahoma. Um, I, I have some problems here. Uh, let me ask you this. Are you kind of surprised that Colorado isn't on this top 25 list? You know, if, if, if a couple of these that we've talked about are on, yeah, it is kind of surprising. But, again, you know, he I mean, he just he, he literally cleans out. Every day showed up to all players to get in the transfer portal, you know, uh, and, and get out. And just yesterday I saw where uh, he, the, he balled out the team because they uh, got a fight. Yeah. And, and somebody responded to the fight. And it's like, he's like, well, we fight together. That's practice, Coach Prime. We're gonna if we were playing another team, yeah, but we're it's practice. You want us to just beat each other to a pulp in practice, you know? I mean, we can have Alan Iverson come over and say, talk about practice, <laughs> you know, like but I mean they you know, okay, you encourage yeah, we we fly as a team. Okay, so the next time the guy wearing the you know the green jersey or whatever the quarterback just beat the living crap out of it. <laughs> just, you know, we fight as a team. Yeah, coach, I don't think you're talking about practice though. <laughs> well, you, you know, he took his son and he took he handpicked a lot of the top prospects from his own team at Jackson State, and they entered the transfer portal. I'm looking right now at the spread, and I'm not. I don't figure that you're going to have this right away. Um, Colorado was on the road week one, and this is a marquee game for Fox because this is their first game in the morning. And they have it because Prime, Deion Sanders is the head coach. They're taking on TCU in Fort Worth. TCU is a 20-and-a-half point favorite. And this is this is in uh, at TCU. I, I'm, I'm dumb. I mean, like I've seen what Deion Sanders did. Like, when he went to Jackson State, he rebuilt that program in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, he, he can, he can do it. It's going to be, it's going to be a little different. You know, this is, this is the, uh, you know, this is Division One, you know, real Division One football in, in college. And to just, to just start from scratch, I mean, I, if, if he went over, didn't win a game, that would not surprise me. Mm. And if that happens, if you went, they went one and eleven last year. Got a whole new bunch of players in. To, uh, you know, it's not like they have a system they've been building. You know, like the big red machine or something. They just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so we'll see. Something. They could go over, and it would not say it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Or they could have a great season, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, I look for like the Buffaloes to be, you know, like really like, like four eight. Four and eight. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh... And we'll make more predictions as they go on. We'll just stick with Colorado today. Um, you say four and eight. I think Dion goes eight and four. Okay, yeah. Because he's in the Pac-12, and I, I don't believe in the Pac-12. I believe they're a shit conference. That's just me, though. Um, yeah, and especially now. I mean, they're going to be, uh, you know. And you know what's ironic? Isn't it weird that, like, you, know, you take the band Journey, okay? <laughs> like Steve Perry, one of the greatest singers get throat cancer. Coach Prime, they almost had to cut off his foot. Like yeah. a fashion man in the NFL. You know, that's where that's where it's gonna get he's gonna get hurt. You know, it's just ironic some of the things, but uh 
uh, you know, I, you know, I'm a God fearing man, and, and sometimes I just, well, I don't know. That's the big guy. You just got to go with it. There's nothing hey, you can do. We got. I got a question here uh, from Mage. He says, "I'm a Notre Dame fan. They're ranked 13th. I don't understand. They were nine and four last year and lost a bunch of players. Why are they not like ranked 25th? Do you want to answer that? You want me to answer it?" Well, I, I, to me, I would think that, you know, they, I mean, they just, they're like another, I think to me, like a Penn State. They're just not the, that super powerhouse like they used to be. And they don't get the recruiting like, like they, you know, they used to. Um, but uh, what, what is your answer going to be? My answer is the reason why they're ranked so high, because he's saying they should be ranked like 25th because they were bad last year, is because they're Notre Dame. It's Notre exactly. Dame. Right, it, exactly. It, it, it's Notre Dame. Notre Dame is going – if Notre Dame is bad, they'll be in the top 20. And right now they're bad and they're number 13. I don't think they're that good. I don't think that new coach is going to last there. Uh, I, I don't – I think Brian Kelly fucked him over. Brian Kelly is a big pussy, and I can't wait until the SEC kicks his ass at LSU. Oh, man, I cannot wait. Nick Saban needs to be his daddy again. And, you know, that's another thing, you know, the, because they're Notre Dame. I mean, if, if Alabama was even ranked as far down as, like, number five, it would be like, what? Shocking. You know, they're, you know, you, you, you just expect them to be in, in the, you know, in the top spots every year when they put mm-hmm. out the poll. It's just, it's like you think, say, because Notre Dame's going to be in there somewhere. Alabama's going to be in there somewhere, way up at the top. I mean, uh, just because of their record, I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, but, 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 but then they do, they, it's like they back it up, you know, but we'll see if, we'll see if, uh, if Notre Dame can back it up. Most of the time, you know, they can't, they, they're, they'll they go undefeated. They'll be like nine and oh, then they'll play, uh, somebody and get, you know, and lose, you know, lose to a decent team. It's yeah. probably going to go to the playoffs or something like that. Yeah. They, they, they roll right along, but then all of a sudden they run into some competition and, Wah, wah, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get it done. Well, see, the, the Notre Dame, the, the key, all you Notre Dame fans out there, let me tell you what the key to your success is. Hire another coach that has a speech impediment. You'll be fine. I love Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz was a great coach. That's why they were good then. They've never, they have not had a good coach since Lou Holtz, and you have to be at that level to coach there. And Brian yeah. Kelly was never that level. He was never on the level of an era Parsesian or even Dan Devine when he coached at Notre Dame. So the, the, these flash-in-the-pan guys, you need a name there. And I'm going to tell you the name that you're going to get. i tell you the name that you're going to get, and when you get this name, I'm going to be scared. That name is John Gruden. Wow. Could you imagine John Gruden at Notre Dame? I would love to watch that. John Gruden at Notre Dame wins national titles like Nick Saban. I, I'm, I'm just going to put that out there right here and now. And they could put up a touchdown Chucky, right? Yeah. Like touchdown Jesus. Yeah, next, right next to it. Now, let me ask you before we move on here, because I got one more story or one more question for you, and then a story about maybe you, Joe. I don't know. We're going to find out. Um who do you think should be the number one ranked team in co- – and you can say Georgia. Who do you think should be number one? Oh, boy. Um, looking, at the, looking at this top 25 right now, I, I'm going to be interested to see if we share the same idea here. 
Oh, boy, I tell you what, I mean, you know what, here's the thing, I'm a little biased because, of course, well, I'm a little upset at it, too. The top recruit in the country, Rayola, of course, his dad is a coach at Nebraska. His dad was an All-American uh, at Nebraska as a center, if he was, or a nose tackle, I, I'm not totally sure. And his son is the highly recruited quarterback, he's one of the, you know, the top, but he, and we wanted him so bad, but he went to Georgia. And, you know, he's, I mean, he's the top pick. He's probably going to be fighting for the starting job, probably have the starting job. I just, I, I mean, I, Georgia has to be considered. I know that. That's all okay. I can tell you. I mean, Fair. Alabama has to be considered. I think you need to flip a coin to see who's okay. first and who's second because uh, I don't, it, 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 maybe you got a team and it's going to make me go, oh, 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 I have an aha oh, moment when you tell me this other team. But, yeah, it's hard for me not to Say you have to put Georgia and Alabama up there. You you have to put uh, you know who else up there? You have you have USC. You know they're probably going to be pretty decent. Well, um, you na- you just named my and I hate to say this. Uh, uh, Maid says I'm a Notre Dame fan because my last name is Parsisian, and yes, I'm related to him. Oh wow, you're related to Era. That's awesome. Um, I think, that, and, and I hate this team, and you cannot spell the word suck without USC, but they have the re- they have the returning Heisman Trophy winner coming back. Caleb Williams is coming back. I didn't agree with him winning the Heisman last year. I, did, I, I, I thought Stetson Bennett earned it a little bit more, but okay, you want to give it to Caleb Williams at SC from Oklahoma? Um, they're going to be t- – And, and, and they play for that Caleb kid to be – is he played for USC? Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he's another one that come from what uh, came from uh, Alabama or Oklahoma. He came, he came from, from right? Oklahoma, and, and he was the he, he got thrown in, and Lincoln, Lincoln Riley brought him. It was the worst-kept secret in college sports. He won the Heisman <laughs> last year. And the biggest guy that's been the most go-fuck-yourself guy is uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay, yeah, don't play me. I don't care now. I'm the richest guy in NFL history. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and looking at this, and I and and you got to look at USC's schedule. Do you think USC with with the Heisman Trophy winner and Lincoln Riley? You think they're going to lose to the Pac-10 schools? Because the Pac-10 schools ain't no good. I'm sorry to say yeah, it. The Pac-10 uh, schools and Lane suck. Kiffin, you know, he's going to do a job out there recruiting, and you know, uh, he, he, I, I I just want him to do better than Pete Carroll. Because Pete Carroll's another coach I can't stand. So I I don't, I, I wish some success to Lane. Uh, Kevin, but uh, I'll be rooting for the pack, the Wolf Pack, when they play them. But it's probably going to be pretty ugly. Uh, Oski says USC. All they have is Caleb Williams. Their defense sucks and loses them games. Okay. Uh, Swoosh says Caleb is next year's number one pick, probably if he stays healthy and has a good season. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. USC Texas rematch for the national championship. Oh, oh, pitter patter goes my heart. Oh, that day. Uh, I, I'm looking at the picture. I'm looking at my ticket stub. Oh, that night was magical when the, the Longhorns beat SC. I, I don't look. I, I've done this entire college football break without mentioning my beloved school once. Yeah, and I'm yeah. waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm biding my time. One of the greatest I've ever seen. E too. So, but I'm biding my time. I think Texas is going to be very, very good this year. I think they're going to be playoff good. Can they go further than that? I don't know. But now, I'm just, is Arch on the team, or has he got one more year? No, Arch is on the team. Arch is. He, uh, yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's battling for the starting job. Well, probably, yeah, oh yeah, we got Quinn. Quinn's got the starting job locked up. We got another backup that's awesome. 
This year, we are, if, if something happens to our starting quarterback, we got plenty in reserve. Longhorn's going to be good. Look, I'm telling you, people, the receiving core, second to none. The defense is going to be fucking awesome. And next year's defense, we just t- we signed a five-star outside fucking rusher recruit. The only five-star player in the nation, and he's coming here next year. I'm pretty excited. But, but, but we still have two weeks. You have two weeks to go until your game. Uh, Joe, it's going to be on Fox against Minnesota two weeks yeah. from tonight. And two weeks from today, we will be previewing the shit out of that game. And we will probably be discussing, I always bring this up too, the 90,000 people at the Nebraska volleyball game the yes. day before on Wednesday the 30th. They will have the volleyball game in Memorial Stadium. I think they're doing it to try to break like a Guinness Book of World Records. There's going to be like 90,000 people watching a, a women's volleyball game. Yeah, so, I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing about that fucking volleyball game again. <laughs> it, 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 you probably hear about it when it gets close. It'll make a. No, a I've already bar, heard about it you know like nine times. When the Browns just started just tailing off and not even getting close to winning games, Jesus. you know they really backed their volleyball back there because you know they're a powerhouse. Up there were Stanford and Tennessee, mm-hmm. you know their volleyball uh, team. So the, the fans they, they like winners at Nebraska, right. and then when Nebraska became losers, they latched on the volleyball team. Uh, so, all right, let's uh, let's jump to the NFL. We're still three weeks away from the NFL. Not really a lot to talk about right now. Training camp's going on. Ezekiel Elliott, thank you, Oski, for sending me. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott looks like a fucking tub of goo up in, in New England now. He's not going to make that team. I'm just going to tell you. Um, but I was thinking about something, and, and Braddy Kid, uh, my wife and I were talking, Joe, about this year's where where is the Super Bowl this year? Do you know? I'd have to look oh, I know. That it's up. in I Vegas. Don't know. It's in Vegas. I, I, you know, if it's you in make Vegas. a guess, I'd say uh, it's in Vegas. Uh, it's in oh, Vegas. It's in Vegas. Oh, it's in Allegiant. Yeah, yeah. No, I do remember that now that you mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. So the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Boy, what a party that's going to be. Let me ask you, who do you think the halftime show is going to be, and who should it be? Get a little reason. So far, they're looking at like possibly Harry. Uh, I, I, I'm gay or not gay. I'm not sure yet. Um, Harry Styles. They're talking about. That's awful. Uh, they're talking about uh, maybe the Swifty herself showing up. The Highness. Now, now let me just tell you real quick. I asked you who should it be and who it might be. If the NFL is as smart as they like to pretend to be. This is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer whatsoever. The woman who has made almost a billion dollars on tour this year, she's going to be a billionaire when this tour is over. Yeah. The biggest tour in the world right now. You can argue that she's the biggest star in the world right now. And if you want your woman numbers to go through the roof through the Super Bowl... And we know the advertisers clamor towards women. Why? Because women spend money. That's right. Women, what, but 24 to 49 or something. Oh. That demo right there is like, that's the, that's the household buyer. 2554. So, I love that number. 2554. I rule that fucking age range. Yeah, yeah. She's the one out buying, you know, the preparation age for her husband. I don't know why he needs it, but whatever, you know. Uh, Mr. J says, I just read Taylor Swift decline the halftime show. 
I haven't seen anything. I'm just saying. Okay. This Taylor Swift taking over the world thing. I was just like, what? What happened? What did I miss? I mean, she just. <laughs> It just people are just it, it, their life will be over if they don't make it to the era tour or oh, whatever. And I'm just like, what, what? You know, haters gonna hate hate. I, I just don't. I don't. I, I I'm not the. I'm, I don't get that excited over her music. Well, well <laughs> did you get right excited? Let, let me ask you this, Jeff. Did you get excited over the Barbie movie? You know, that's another one of my blunders in, in, in picks. Is I thought for sure that thing was going to be just a stinker, and it's just fucking laying waste. <laughs> oh, it is. And, and do you know why? It, it, it doesn't appeal to us because we're men, Joe. We're, we're, we we're not like supposed to. And play dolls? No, we're not supposed to like Barbie. Like, I, oh, I'm okay. so yeah, upset. No, you better watch your, your your pronouns right now, buddy. You're on thin heights. I know. We're not. It's like, you know, it's okay to have blue if you're going to have a boy. Okay? It's not. You don't have to have both to be. It's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard anymore about, you know, stuff. I've solved the whole transgender problem. I've told people, you know, there's a, the only way to solve it, look down. Okay? Wait, hold on. We have breaking news here, and I got to thank Mr. J for this. Um, Taylor Swift rejects the Super Bowl halftime show again. And they say Swifties are are thrilled for her decision. Oh, she's yes. too good for the Super Bowl? I, 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 I'm dumbfounded by it because everybody sees such a giant fucking in, uh, like increase in their catalog and their back catalog and their new catalog, and she's got all this new catalog coming out. I, 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 I'll look more into it and find out. I'll try to find out the reason why she turned it down. But, okay, so now, now that Taylor's gone, who, who are they going to get? Like I said, I, I saw the, uh, Harry Styles. Who else did I see? I saw another uh, high-profile high uh, urban uh, person in there, and I can't remember. Uh, it was more of a hip-hop uh, thing because uh, it's always going to be hip-hop now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Jay-Z is in charge of it. Yeah, who was the third guy? There was another person on there, too, that, that is a pretty well-known uh, Harry Styles has been still, that would be that. I, I will say this right now. Harry Styles will be the worst halftime show of all time. <laughs> well, they'll probably make him fly around the, you know, the stadium. They're talking about Miley Cyrus and Selena Gomez. Right. Miley Cyrus. I heard that one too. Yeah. Geez. We get to watch her stick her tongue out a few more times. Keep it in your mouth. Oh, she she denied it because she'll be overseas. Well, I thought she blocked that time out in the calendar there, Swifty. You know, when I'm on the job, I have to scream, you know, for, uh, keep it in your mouth all the time. You know, I don't, I'm don't. i sick of having to do it for the, for the, the, the halftime show. Uh, all right, here we go. Money favorites here. Taylor Swift is the, the but she, she left it out there. Number two is Adele. Oh, Hello. come on. I got a dream. Oh. It's me. Yeah, we know it's you. Yeah, we know Lizzo's not going to be there. You know, Lizzo's not going to be there. You know why? Because even though she has two tickets, she can't get through the game. Yeah. Drake, Ed Sheeran, Elton John, Luke Bryan, Bon Jovi, Post Malone, Billy Eilish. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Next thing you know, Jelly Roll will be out there. Oh, I, I, you know what? If Jelly Roll plays the Super Bowl halftime show, I'm done with football. 
I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm, I will wash my hands of the NFL. If Jelly Roll plays any part of anything to do with the Super Bowl at all. Why are you so down on the roll? He sucks. That's not country music. That's garbage. Oh, uh, hey, yo. He hey, is, yo. he is, as, as we used to say at, at Rock 104.5, he is pure poop with Nevada-tude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, that would kind of be a weird thing. But I never get excited. Like, you know, that's the thing for the women, you know, the, the, you know, they love the commercials and they love the halftime show. Man, that, that I'm loading up on, on the charcuterie tray at halftime. I could give a rat's ass who's saying, <laughs> just get me ready for the second half kickoff. Are you, are you, are you raping the charcuterie plate because everything else is gone? Yeah, you know, I, you know, where's the three, where's the three B salad? Where's yeah. that uh, that classic dip that uh, what's your name? Your aunt always brings or whatever. Yeah, but so all I got left is some some prosciutto and and maybe a couple of things of Colby the cheese. You know, I, this part better liven up. Now, Joe, uh, our last story today, and I have video of this, and I'm going to share it with. Uh... With my ass family on the Mixler board. Safety guy says, Takashi69, please no. You guys need to stop. Um, uh, were, you in re- were you in L.A. recently, Joe? Yes, I have. I'm, I'm down there because we're preparing. I'm going to receive the highest award. It is the Congressional Medal of Honor oh, okay. I'm going to receive down there. Wow. So I have one down there. Congratulations. Well, um. I don't. This doesn't look like you, and and I don't know you to wear blackface because you're a good person. But a serial creep from L.A. is back on the streets. A woman named uh, Kaylee Crowder identified the man she saw in a TikTok video who appears to follow a woman around Barnes and Nobles and then sniffs their butts. Are we sure this isn't the foot guy we talked about a few weeks earlier? No, no, this is a different guy now. Okay, Um, he's a butt sniffer, not a foot sniffer. He, uh, he, he, He saunders up to the women, and then he goes down like he's gonna get something off the shelf down below, and then he turns his head, and then he sniffs the gal's butt. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, the classic move. <laughs> is that one that you taught in your dating seminars when you were a dating coach? Well, we got right off the bat how to use the, the, the selfie stick. You know, usually you, you use it like, you know, underneath the dress. That ah, kind of thing, ah, you know. The old mirror on the shoes trick. Mm, yeah, you know, if you're, if you're looking to, if you're looking to uh, violate women <laughs> and possibly go to prison, yeah, that's, you take your selfie stick, you put your cam on there, and then, you know, now, I mean, you have iPhone cameras, you can make movies, you know, Steven Spielberg movies with those things, they're yeah. so good, and it's mm-hmm. like, uh, so yeah, you just, you can get some real classic shots of unsuspecting women, um, and you, uh, you know, but this is something I highly, highly don't recommend. Okay, good, good. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I You know, for all you listeners, you know, there's a lot of times we're tongue in cheek here. You know, we're just trying to joke around. Uh, you know, I, it, it, it amazes me when, uh, when people, uh, you know, when when people say stuff and whatever, and you know, and it's like, hey. Oh, you know, me and Arnie, you know, 
you, you, if we were to sit around and watch a football game, oh my goodness! If you are sensitive, you better not show up. Oh God, no, no, you you better not. I I I'm I'm not a good person to watch games with. But by the way, that was quite Freudian of you there, Joe. You What's we, that? we we do a story about a guy who gets on the ground and smells women's butts, and you say tongue and cheek. Very, <laughs> well, that, very no, Freudian. No pun, bun intended. Yeah, very, no. very Freudian. Joe, that's going to do it for us this week, my friend. I hope that you have a fantastic weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks, Arnie. And like I said, you know, it's crazy because uh, I, you know, I have my laptop here. I got, I make like a little thing. I sit here and uh, and I was like, okay, we're all good to go. And the next thing I know, the phone was ringing, and I was like, what is going on here? So yeah, like. That uh, I'll have to uh, do my schedule a little better. Yeah, I was all ready to go, but you have to stay awake for that, Joe. That's also uh, that, that, that's a, that, that is so. a prerequisite. Yes. All right, Joe. Well, we will Thanks, talk. Sorry. to you. All right, buddy. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Everybody. Uh seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com. That is where Chip wrote me about uh, his birthday today. Happy birthday, Chip! And he wanted some eighties music. So here you go.
explain when there are few words I can choose. How can I explain when words get
almost fall out. I'm high as a kite, I just might stop to check it When I'm walking, I strut my stuff and I'm so strung out. I'm high as a kite, I just might stop to check it out. Body and beats, I stay my sheets. I don't even know why. My girlfriend, she's at the end. She is starting to cry. When I'm walking, strong, stuff up, yeah. I'm so strong out. I'm high as a guy, I just want to check you out. Let me go on. go to the message board and say, Well, During the commercial break, I went out to refresh my Dr. Pepper, noticed there was a package for me, opened the package, saw my new all white with orange hat, got to darken up that bill somehow, a Sharpie will come into play. Um... And no bratty kid. Bratty kid was getting ready for the day. We have plans today. Um, and then I come back to the studio. Now, my doors were kind of hard to open because I made them that way for Roscoe and things like that. And all of a sudden, I hear my doors start to push open. And who is it? Well, it's bratty kid. And bratty kid goes, hey. I don't even know why I bothered trying with you. I sent you a text last night that said she turned it down because she's going to be in Japan. I don't know even know why I try. I, equipped with my phone, went to my text messages. And was there a text message? I thought, wait a second, maybe she sent it to me in Messenger. I said, I never received anything. And now Bretta Kid says, as the TS expert, that's Taylor Swift expert on the show, I apologize. I'm not sure who I sent the Taylor text to last night. That's <laughs> she declined the Super Bowl, but it wasn't Arnie. <sighs> Vindication. Tastes so delicious in the morning. She forgot to hit send, and it's your fault, Arnie. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I understand that. I, I totally, totally understand that. <clears throat> now, got to move on with the show. Recent fires in Maui destroyed La- Lahaina. rest of the island's doing fine, but they're telling people don't come here. 
I don't know if that's right. I, I think that they should try to welcome as many people as possible that can help the, the, the tax dollars, the money, because Joe Biden sure as fuck. Joe Biden sure as fuck ain't doing anything. Did you hear what he's going to offer the Hawaiian people? A $700 payment. Now, now, once again, y'all can hate me because I don't give a fuck about Ukraine. I don't care. We have spent over $200 billion with another $24 billion being allocated for Ukraine. And Americans in Hawaii are getting paid $50 million. Oh, we're going to give you $700. How did they... Richie and the Fonz aren't running things over in Hawaii right now, okay? It's not 1950 where $700 is a huge chunk of money. It's a, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. $700 is a lot of money. But to someone whose home just completely burned down, their cars burned to, to, to rubble, you're offering I, I, I don't I I, I don't uh, seven hundred dollars the average total of like three million I, I I remember what I saw I saw it's gonna be close to 50 million but it's ridiculous dog the bounty hunter needs to come out and say Biden doesn't care about Hawaiians oh yeah Brady kid that will be taxed uh 7100 homes in Maui 700 dollars piece only 5 million crap crappy pants Joe just gave another 26 million to Ukrainians yesterday. Yep. Just like I said. I said 24, 26, my bad. At least throwing a free bus pass. Ukraine has received an average of $2500 a citizen in Ukraine and I know that of course because people aren't receiving any of that. My favorite video are the people that are partying on Ukraine's beaches because it's summertime there. Very, very war-torn. Now, going back to Hawaii and how it burned down. A lot of people were asking, and, well, it seems that that Oprah Winfrey's estate was untouched. Untouched. Yeah, I guess it was $26 more. I said $24. It's $26 more. I heard an interesting conspiracy theory, and I'm going to share it with you. Did you know Oprah Winfrey has been securing Maui land like it's a trending bestseller? In just 2023, she invested in a vast 520-acre plot for $3.89 million, then went for another 330 acres at $2.47 million, not to mention the two 10-acre patches she bought in 2022 for $100,000 each. From a mere 100 acres in Maui, Oprah now commands over 1,000 acres. But here's the twist. Amidst this real estate surge, a sudden fire happens, destroying homes nearby, but leaving her vast terrains unscathed. Does that ring a bell? Think back to 2017. A deadly fire consumed homes near her Montecito mansion, yet once again, Oprah's property emerged untouched. And after that event, she expanded her Montecito land holdings to a whopping 70 acres, even snapping up a four-acre complex in 2019, which was decimated by mudslides shortly after the 2017 fire. The connections, the acquisitions, and the timing are definitely food for thought. Stay tuned with us for more mysteries and money tales. What do you think about these coincidences? Very interesting, isn't it? I'm sure it's all just random coincidence. Just saying. 
I'm more mad about the $700. I, 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 I don't even... I, I, I can't imagine, and, and I know that there are a lot of people that live in Northern California that know exactly what Lahaina is going through because they were either a part of the Paradise Fires or they knew people in the Paradise Fires. I know that there's some ass family members. I know that for a fact. That that had to deal with this, with, with relatives who had to deal with losing everything. Here's 700 bucks. Is this a shitty payoff from the mob or something? How about a bunch of interest-free loans? Or how about the federal government shows up in Hawaii and starts rebuilding shit? Obama will get $700 because he claims Hawaiian residency. Uh, I'm more upset that FEMA is uh, confiscating supplies the locals are trying to deliver to those in need, locking them behind barriers. This whole thing is a clusterfuck. Lake Tahoe's next. Big companies want to eat all the other side of the lake, but it's protected. Maybe Senile Joe is trying to relive the 80s episode of the Oprah show. You get $700. You get $700. Is the $700 everyone or just the one? I believe it's just the people that were affected. I don't think everybody on Maui is getting $700. I was in Santa Rosa when people lost everything, uh, resetting CVS. We were the therapy for all the people that lost everything, yeah? Unfucking believable But once again, it's not. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey is just flat garbage. She's garbage. Joe Biden's garbage. All these people. This is all you. It, like, this is just me personally. When when people like this slither into your life, and yes, I, I'm already jaded by it because I said slithered into your life like a snake because that's what I think they are. And they offer all this this bountiful stuff up. There's something evil behind it. Nobody's that good. Nobody's that good. Oprah Winfrey, from what we understand, was a nightmare to work with. She was a nightmare boss. She was a nightmare fucking host. She treated guests wrongly. We heard the same thing, and it turned out to be true about Ellen DeGeneres. But isn't it funny that Ellen pretty much got canceled? Ellen got canceled because she sat next to George W. Bush at a Cowboys game. This is how fucked up and stupid our world is right now. Now, look, you can hate Ellen, you can like Ellen, I don't care. I, I, I truly don't. I was never a fan of her even before she was coming out as a lesbian. I, I didn't care. I didn't find her hot, and I sure as fuck didn't find her funny. For her to be called a comedian is kind of a stretch in my world. But okay, I'll live with that. But she did do a lot of good. She took a big risk by coming out live on TV, or coming out on TV at a time when America wasn't quite ready for it, but she forced it down their throats. 
but she got canceled because she sat next to George W. Bush at a Cowboys game in the owner's suite. Ellen's house burned to the ground, and she lived next door to Oprah. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. What do Maui and Oprah have in common? They're both black. Did Oski or uh, B Coop? Did you get that video I sent you? Guy who ordered a Hawaiian pizza. And he goes, the pizza guy was fucking with me because they brought a fucking burnt pizza. That was wrong, but it was funny. Ellen seems like a genuinely good person to me, but I'm not on her side. No, no, absolutely. I'm the same way, Kale. I think she's a decent person. Sure, shit shouldn't be canceled because she sat next to somebody. That's just the stupidity. Why are there, here? Riddle me this, Batman. Why is Ellen canceled? When she is videoed at a Cowboys game, sitting next to George W. Bush, who, by the way, lives in Dallas. Lives in Highland Park. He's probably neighbors with Jerry Jones, who also lives in Highland Park. And he sat in the booth. They sat there and they watched the game. How is that? And and she was canceled for it. Oprah... Many pictures of Oprah with her arms around, and by the way, Oprah or Ellen was not hugging George W. Bush. She was just sitting next to him. They were conversing because I think they're friends. I thought she was canceled for being mean to staff. That's what it, it all led to that. It all started with the sitting next to W, and that's when people started pulling everything apart. Um. But there are a number of photos, arm-in-arm with Harvey Weinstein. Wait a second. Didn't Harvey Weinstein get convicted of rape on both coasts? Not to mention all the Me Too people. Yet Oprah pictured with him. She doesn't get canceled. Huh. Yeah. She wasn't molesting people on her show. She just treated everybody like shit. I bet Ellen is good at licking stamps. Not a lot of people know this, though, but when Ellen was growing up, her favorite book was about the little boy who put his finger in the dike. I have used that joke for the past 20 years, and every fucking time it still makes me laugh. The first time I broke that out on the air, there was, so, there was such a silence in the studio due to laughter it was, it was a highlight for me, and that's why I still use it to this day. Kyle says those cocksuckers giving Ukraine money is absurd. They could have given every American a million dollars and saved billions, which Hawaii needs now. Also, there's a conspiracy about governor of Hawaii trying to make it a state-owned property. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this. It, it, it's a tragedy, and before we get going into conspiracies... How about we, the American people, say you need to do better? Every time I hear that joke, I laugh. Yeah, because it's a great joke. It catches people off guard because it's a real book. Or it's a real story about the little Dutch boy who put his finger in the dike. I wonder if it has something to do with the color of her skin. Hmm, maybe. Now, speaking of color of the skin, we played a clip the other day from the new Snow White, who's Latino, 
who came out and said that Prince Charming is a stalker and that they're going to change the story up, and they might not even have Prince in there. And people have revolted against her. Well, she decided to go back and make another video. And wait till you hear what she says now. Well, this gal is a peach. Here you go. Video is going to get taken out of context. And I know that at this point, I can't really stop people from doing that because that's what my whole existence on the internet is, is just me being taken out of context. And Right there, that's, that's I'm a victim part one. Stuff, uh, which is fine. That's what I signed up for, isn't it? Um, but I never want it to come off as me being ungrateful for the opportunities I have when I say that this has been the biggest adjustment of my life, like understanding the way my life operates now, being who I am, and the things that I've been so fortunate to make. Um, who are you? Rachel Ziegler? Who are you? I, I, I don't know who you are. I, I I'm not I, I know that you're playing the new Snow White in a new uh, live action movie, but that's it. Uh, have you won an Academy Award or something? Did you stop cancer? It comes with so much ground, so much ground that I never thought I would be able to cover, and that people think I'm doing poorly, and other people think I'm doing gracefully, and I don't think I'm doing it at all. <laughs> so I'm when I tell you, I'm a victim. That it's hard. Oh, it's so hard to be an actress. I just mean to be inside my brain. Oh, <laughs> That's gosh. Hard. And I'm there 24-7. I can't, I can't get out of it. And, and I, I don't know if that will make sense. Have you tried brushing your teeth with a 38? That's where I'm at. I'm so grateful for the things that I'm able to do. And a lot of what Are I'm you? able to do is because of you guys. Oh, and I'm oh, wow. so unbelievably thankful for that. Oh, at the end of the day. You? Oh, fuck you. Stop using that phrase, people. At the end of the day, I go to bed. Fucking A. Oh, let's think outside the box. How about we stop using shitty cliches all the time and just fucking talk? I look at this trip and think if somewhere like that can exist, and so can my... Why did they get this video? They just showed her riding a camel. Tiny pink bedroom from New Jersey. I can also be having the greatest time and simultaneously wishing people would stop sending me death threats and maybe that's a weird takeaway for this video this is a life this is real it's filled with a lot of beautiful moments and beautiful people i have a loving family Do you? an incredible boyfriend that i love so much no he doesn't beautiful love you. friends and family people that i miss it's a it's a privilege to miss people the way i oh, just shut up I, I, I mean, seriously, if I have to hear this girl ever fucking ramble again, I mean, honey, you know, I don't speak Spanish because you weren't taken out of context. Girl says, go away. Shut up. You'll never get another acting role. All I hear is me, me, me. Narcissist much. She's the person says, oh, don't you know who I am? Oh, Absolutely. She was in the remake of West Side Story, which flopped. And people were mad that she's only half white and not full Puerto Rican. Dummies. I, I mean, honestly, seriously. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite at the end of the day. Can't stand that phrase. Ken Dog says, fuck off. Gold says, 
fuck am I uh, with you on the at the end of the day shit? Yeah. She keeps going. She's going to need a 44 toothbrush. She should find two other sad people, and together they can form a triangle. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, uh, Disney executives, because I know that y'all are listening because all the writers are on strike and you need ideas and you steal them all from me anyway. Does, I, I, I know you steal from me. I, everybody does. Dave Portnoy stole from me. Saturday Night Live steals from me on the daily. So whoever's writing for Saturday Night Live, good morning to you. Thank you for being an ass family member. Um, don't make this movie. Don't stop this movie. You're you're not gonna. It's gonna be called. I I don't even know what the name of the movie is gonna be called because it can't be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs because there's only one dwarf in the movie. Are you even living if you don't receive a death threat or two at least in your lifetime? Right? Fuck! I have a whole stack of death threats against me. Do you know how? And mainly from the same weird, crazy guy in Sacramento. Hell, the FBI had to fucking investigate it. There's so many damn threats against me. Is Disney suicidal? I, You know, that safety guy, I think that's the best question that's been asked in a long time. Because Disney continues to go down this woke path. You remember last week I told you that didn't they sign on a transgender person to start, like, modeling their clothes? I think I I don't know if Disney is suicidal or if they just think they're too big to fail. And and the problem is, and Ogre, when we talked about this last week, and, and, and Ogre nailed it right on the head. He said, with all these people that are possibly going to buy, boycott Disney, I'm all in favor of it because I can get in cheaper and probably get around the park faster. And that's what people will do. And and I think and Disney knows that, so Disney what they like to do is they like to they like to unzip their pants and they flash their cock out and they say okay yeah fucking boycott us we'll see about that. Look at that Sawyer's dad up in the house. A Monday warrior mean mean stride today's Tom Sawyer mean mean pride. He says good morning Arnie sorry about all the death threats I thought I stopped that email. Arnie, did you really get death threats? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Um, truth be told, there was a guy who listened to the show who did not like me. He's the reason why we were fined. Uh, he sent a clip of our show to the FCC, two clips. One was deviant sex acts that they were doing in college, and the other was a bit that I did. When kids say the darndest thing, I did the little kid voice. I did the Bill Cosby. And then I did the little kid voice. My daddy said he's going to give me a something long, hard, and full of semen. A submarine. And that's exactly how I told it. With that much of a pause. I didn't even pause even. I don't think that much when I told it. We got fined for both those. At the time, the FCC could only fine you the most $27,500. We were fined twice for it. So it ended up being, what, $55,000 that our show paid. We didn't make the station pay it. We paid it because we, we messed up. 
It was all because of this one guy. And we even petitioned the FCC to say, look at this guy. And we had reams of paper of how he threatened every member on that show, including raping significant others. Nothing was done, though. And then there was a show one day where we're sitting there, and uh, back when Nick was our producer, uh, it was after 9-11. It was probably November or December this happened. Um, But we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, I see a panicked look on Scab, and he, he points to the other studio where Nick is. Nick was our producer at that time. And that meant Nick had something to say, and I didn't have to bang on the glass with the spatula, even though I did. And uh, Nick is like, uh, I just opened a package, and there's nothing but white powder in here. Now, uh, during the middle of the show, I'm thinking, Cocaine. But it wasn't. It, it, it ended up being like flour or whatever. But, uh, yes, fat Nick. Oh, God. I used to get in, <laughs> used to get so mad at me because Nick was fat in college, and he, like, starved himself to get thin. And now he's super rail thin, and he works on that and does shit about it, right? And I used to always call him Fat Nick because I wanted to fuck with his brain because he always tried to fuck with me, so I got to fuck back with him. But I, I remember I, I could hear the, the fear in Nick's voice. And we had to stay. We could not leave the studio. Nick couldn't leave the studio. FBI showed up. Hazmat suits. The building was evacuated. We were like the only ones in there. And we can we continued to broadcast. There was nothing else we could do. And uh, it ended up being like flour or something like that. But it was still an extra like hour and a half that we had to stay at the station. That was crazy. But, yes, I, I've received death threats. And, you know, you just take them. It, it's part of the industry. It's part of what happens. You're going to piss people off. Now, I'll tell you this. Death threats never scared me. I, I took them serious, but it didn't. It, it wasn't one of those things where I was like, oh, my God, we have. It wasn't until I, I, I and I watched this movie early in my radio career. The movie's called Talk Radio. Stars an actor by the name of Eric Bogosian. Great movie. And it's, uh, you motivated him. Arnie State's motivational speaker. Well, I do have the, the touring company, uh, Do You Have a Butthole? We went, uh, went out to dinner in Sac area, and producer Nick was our waiter. True story. Yeah, because we didn't pay Nick shit. We, we, we couldn't at that time. We weren't making shit. Nick was one of my all-time favorite. Nick is my all-time favorite producer that I've worked with. I got three death threats yesterday. Then I told her to go make me a sandwich. (laughs) Um, But if you ever see the movie, I'm going to ruin it for you, but the movie's like 40 years old. takes place in Dallas, and he's kind of a shock jock. He's not really a shock jockey. He talks politics, and he just bashes people, right? That's what the movie's about. He's very, very over the top. Well, the the final scene in the movie is he's walking to his car in the parking lot, and there's a listener, and uh listener goes, hey, whatever his name was in the movie, can I get your autograph? 
And I'm going to tell you this about nine times out of ten with radio people. They love that. Radio people lap that up. And they will sign. They Radio people will be happy to sign. There's a lot of people in radio that understand and they get it. We're the lowest form of celebrity next to rodeo clowns. But, hey, we're radio people. But the guy didn't want his autograph. He shot him six times. So I, I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. And it only happened like once or twice. And it, it, it happened twice. And this is why they have bars up now around most radio station complexes. I remember walking to, walking into work one morning at, oh, dark 30, 3.34 o'clock in the morning. And somebody was in their car waiting for me. And they had, they had like a gift for me or something. It still freaked me the shit out. We had one guy who used to fucking drive his van into the parking lot and he would make tortilla chips. He was creepy. He's the guy who gave us the 9-11 book. Worst gift I ever got, 9-11 coffee table book. Who the fuck wants to remember that? Arnie only signs titties. Uh, question for the ass family. Who was funnier on the air, producer Nick or censor Vader? <whistles> Selena was killed by her biggest fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that's a tough one. Who Who's producer? <sighs> I have to get Nick was very, very good and clever. Vader was just fucking filth. If you if you heard the shit Vader said off the air, oh Vader, a hundred percent. Stuff on the air, man. See the the one thing I will say about Vader before I do the last story of the show here because this story is really stupid. Um. Vader was hired because we needed a censor because of our issues with the FCC. So not only were we on, uh, I think we were on either two or three 10-second delays. Who licked the toilet? Uh, he didn't lick the toilet. Uh, he, he took a piece of cheese and wiped the toilet seat down with it. That was Nick. I did dip a donut in a toilet and ate it. So I think I outgrossed Nick until we went to Sonoma Raceway and when we had the bus and they had blinds on the bus that had never been cleaned and he wiped it down with a piece of cheese and ate that too. Um, but I'll tell you, we had, the, the, we had the, the dumps, as we called them, in place. There was a button in the programmer studio in case we didn't delay something, and Vader had a button because what happened was this. Um, the FCC changed their rules after Janet Jackson. You remember how I told you we were fined for two incidents? Well, they changed their rule because that first incident that we had, the 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 crazy sex acts they were doing in college. There were 12 of them in there. And the new rule under the FCC after Janet Jackson was they could have fined us for every one of those. And remember how I told you $27,500 was the most they could fine you? They upped that to $500,000, and the station would lose their license. 
So that's why we had so many people in place. Jaxley said, you making Vader laugh was the best. That was my, fa- my, my favorite thing ever was doing the show with Vader in the background, and I would say something, and I would hear him laugh. Because that's that instant gratification. That was, that, that was the instant gratification, and if I knew I could get Vader, I knew I had you guys. Getting the other two in the studio to laugh, that was no problem. That, 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 was, that was shooting fish in a barrel. But uh, getting Vader to laugh, yeah, that was good. All right, last story here, and then we're going to call it a day, and then we're going to come back tomorrow and be on a Friday show. This is so dumb. International rights advocates. They're, They're child welfare advocates have filed a federal lawsuit asking a judge to force the Biden administration to stop doing business and block imports with a company who's using children in West Africa to do their bidding for them, to do their jobs. And what are they doing? They want them to block the imports of cocoa which will end up to be in most popular desserts and candies in America. Um, I'm just going to tell you something real quick. You want to block the import of of uranium, or you want to cobalt for the mine because they're using child labor, Wait, look, look. We don't even look the other way when it comes to Nike shoes coming from China. And now you're going to try to go after Americans' chocolate? Are you out of your ever-loving fucking mind? Yes, this lawsuit requires the government to ban products created by child labor from entering the U.S. Well, then we wouldn't have fucking Nike, would we? One flash of a boob and equals bad. Innuendo joke equals bad. Oh, you want to have a cross-dressing drag queen shove his cock in a kid's face? Well, that's A-OK. Oh, you're absolutely right. Wife is getting nails did this morning. I thought this show was that slowed me down every morning. Listen from the beginning today and still got my work done. Just saying. Very nice. Yes, we would like to advocate that you block the import of cocoa coming in from South Africa where we get most of the cocoa that we use here in America. Boy, I tell you what. Yeah, turn in your iPhone. I'll tell you this right now. And yes, I'm going to use the stereotypical joke here because, well, that's all I got left in me today. You take away chocolate from American women who are on their fucking cycle. You ain't got to worry about China starting World War III. We have done it. We will get our fucking chocolate back, goddammit. And by the way, it affects me because I like chocolate. You take my chocolate away, I will kick your ass. I don't care if it's made by somebody. Why do I care? The kid's got a job. They don't know any better. It's awful. It's advocating. I'm not in favor of it. I just like chocolate. Eat a bag of dicks. 
Safety guy says, how about banning child sex trafficking? They make too much money off that. Come on now. What about the child labor that makes EV batteries? College Station? Hey, you guys. This is why everybody gets a gold star that listens to this show. You want to know why? Because you all are using forms of logic from, uh, let's see, Ogre, the drag queen, um, turning your iPhone, sex trafficking, EV batteries. Um, Yeah, let's talk about that. See, that's using logic there. Because if we're going to ban cocoa, once again, once again, Nikes, a lot of your clothing that you wear, you ready to ban it all? You ready to do all that work? You go right ahead. Please do. Took the words right out of my mouth. Safety guy, amen to that. All right, that does it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie place. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there tomorrow, Friday. Can't wait for it. Until then, have a wonderful Thursday. And adios, everybody. Uh Anywhere that old wind blows Down a blacktop road Anytime No strings attached No ties to tie me down So why hang around When I can fly I'm free, free to do as I please Free to choose, free to be Just plain me, just plain I'm here and I'm there, not a care in the world, what a cure for the soul, peace of mind. Well, I go anywhere that old wind blows, down a blacktop road, anytime. No strings attached, no ties to tie me down. So why hang around when I can fly? Slow down for anything What tomorrow brings Suits me fine And I don't Dare look back on yesterday It's a throwaway Better left behind I'm free Free to do as I please Free to choose Free to be Just plain me Just plain I'm here and I'm there Not a care in the world What a cure for the soul Peace of mind I go anywhere that old wind blows Down a blacktop road Anytime No strings attached No ties to tie me down So why hang around 
when I can fly So I hang around when I can fly Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.